Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. After eight years in the White House, Michelle and I now rejoin all of you as private citizens. We want to thank you once again from the bottom of our hearts for giving us the incredible privilege of serving this country that we love. We also want to tell you a little bit about what we'll be up to next. First, we're going to take a little break. We're finally going to get some sleep and take some time to be with our family and just be still for a little bit. So we might not be online quite as much as you're used to seeing us. But before that, we want to invite you to help us with just one of the projects we're excited to work on when we get back. Check out this website for our future presidential center. The center will be based on the south side of Chicago, but it will have projects all over the city, the country, and the world. More than a library or a museum, it will be a living, working center for citizenship. That's why we want to hear from you. Tell us what you want this project to be, and tell us what's on your mind. Send us your ideas, your hopes, your beliefs about what we can achieve together. Tell us about the young leaders and companies and organizations that inspire you. This will be your presidential center just as much as it is ours, so we want you to tell us what we should be thinking about as we get to work. It's going to take all of you and your ideas to make it a reality. As I've said many times before, true democracy is a project that's much bigger than any one of us. It's bigger than any one person, any one president, any one government. It's a job for all of us. It requires everyday sustained effort from all of us. The work of perfecting our unions never finish. And we look forward to joining you in that effort as fellow citizens. Thank you, and we will see all of you again soon. Bye-bye. If this life has anything to gain at all, I'll count a loss if I can hear you, feel you, cause I need you. Can't walk this earth alone. I recognize I'm not my own. So before I fall, I need to hear you. With every breath I take, with every heartbeat, sunrise or the moonlight in a dark street, every glance, every dance, every note of a song, it's all a gift undeserved that I shouldn't have known. Every day that I lie, every moment I covet, I'm deserving to die, I'm just earning your judgment. Ah, without the cross, there's only condemnation. If Jesus wasn't executed, there's no celebration. So in times that are good, in times that are bad, for any times that I've had it all, I will be glad. And I will boast in the cross, I'll boast in my pain. I will boast in the sunshine, boast in his rain. What's my life if it's not praising you? Another dollar in my bank account, a vain pursuit. I do not count my life as any value or precious at all. Let me finish my race, let me answer. Life. If we fought for our rights, we'd be in hell tonight. 
Mere sinners owe nothing but a fierce hand We never loved him, we pushed away his fierce hands I rejected his love, grace, kindness, and mercy Dying of thirst, yet willing to die thirsty Eternally worthy, how could I live for less? Patiently you turn my heart away from selfishness I volunteer for your sanctifying surgery I know the spirit's purging me of everything that's hurting me Remove the veil from my darkened eyes So now every morning I open your word and see the sunrise I hope in nothing, boasting nothing, only in your suffering I live to show you glory, dying to tell your story I think that's better than me. 
But, darling, tonight uh, I'm very look. I'm looking forward to this show tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, um, uh, a lot of things that happen around the family. You and I know what we're going to be talking about, but I don't want to give it get into it just yet. But go ahead and say hello to the family, and uh, and hopefully Don, if you're in the house, he's going to be joining us. Donald Jr., all the way from Fort Worth, Texas, will be joining us as well. If you're in the house, press one. But darling, what's uh, just tell us a little bit about what's happening and say hello to the family. Hello, family. I guess I'm going to say everybody's going through the same thing as far as uh, getting used to the final transfer from Obama to uh, Trump. So, and watching the news and trying to gather information, I'm hoping in two years we're going to have to put some information out there so people know what to do as far as coming out and voting for the um, the local. <laughs> You're laughing? I'm laughing because you already anticipated the fail. You know, we're supposed to be positive. Like, uh, well, you know, let's no, be no, optimistic and let's pray for our president and let's just expect to be. <laughs> you already talked about voting. <laughs> Hold on a second, no, cousin. No, let me bring on Donald Jr. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you being honest, or you being real? That's how a lot of you feel, to be honest with you. Okay, Erico, 817378. I think this is the one and only Don Jr. Shaw. Is that you, Don? This is me, Mr. Shaw. How's everybody? Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great, cousin. Just say hello to the family. I like to say hello to all family, both local and abroad. Such a wonderful experience to have being able to be back on the show, and I hope that everyone is having a blessed day, and we will have a good time tonight. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So, family, uh, I want, darling, I want you to go ahead and just finish up what you were saying, but that was kind of funny, but you were just keeping it real. So, no, uh, no, we gonna have to educate people on the process. Um, you know, we have to, we have to turn out with large numbers on this one. Well, I was, I'm going to say this. I'm going to, even though I talk like you all week, I ain't going to lie, I talk like what you're saying right now all week. <laughs> I'm going <gonna> be <laughs> to be politically correct only because I'm the host. But to be very honest, I feel just like you. But we're supposed to, Don, you can tell us how you feel about this matter. We just, we're already getting into it. Let me back up and read the show description because I knew this was going to happen. We're gonna, this is such a hot, hot topic and we can't hear but to jump into it. So let me just back up, back up, back up and uh, just say my little intro here because it's in the intro and then darling will come to you, okay? How about that? Okay. All right, family. So, again, uh, we're no longer in 13 states. I found out we missed two, darling, and uh, Don, we missed Pennsylvania and uh, Arizona. I got those states from Verna May when she sent out an email when she said we had family coming from those states. So I don't know if they lived there or were just coming from there, but I assume Verna May wouldn't have said that unless she absolutely knew. So Pennsylvania and Arizona added to the, uh, to the 13, and now we have 15 states. So we are a family of 15 states. And again tonight, uh, we're just having a fire, fireside chat. Those of you that tune into the show, you just call the number because you call it every Tuesday, but you really don't know what we're talking about because you didn't get an email or you didn't get a text. This is for you. This is what I typed early and I sent it to everybody. I said earlier, peace, family of God. Tonight, 
January the 24th, 2017, 8 p.m. We're looking forward to another informative and entertaining show as we revisit our second half of the past shows. Last week, we highlighted the first 30 shows. We discussed our favorite shows, what shows was informative, and what shows were the funniest. Also tonight, we discussed the new president, Donald Trump, his latest news, the Obama-Trump transition, his cabinet picks, the protests worldwide, and the Obama's next move and more. Also, great family programs, news and information coming your way. And I did what I always do. I said remind the family to listen. we got to keep reminding each other to listen. So that's what's happening tonight. And Darlene, as you see, can't hardly get it, can't hardly wait. She's already getting into it. So, Darlene, go ahead with what you were saying. Uh, was I talking? I think it was you. Well, I know you started laughing, but I think we, as a family, we need to get the word out to different ones early because <clears throat> so it can sink into everybody so they know we we're gonna have to work together on this one. Yeah, you 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 you're really right. I just know. I got into it all week with Facebook people on Facebook talking about this Trump thing. And everybody, and folks, we might get into the meet every year. We're going to back up and do birthdays and all that. We're just kind of giving y'all a little taste of what's coming. Again, we're going to be talking about Obama's leaving, the transition, uh, uh, whatever Trump is doing. We're just going to keep this man for, for, forefront. Um, but... What I wanted to say is I'm going to be politically correct while Darling is going to be more realistic. And I don't know what Don's angle is. We're going to find out in a second, though. But uh, I kept getting into it on Facebook with people. And now that I look back, I don't know. I still don't know. I, I probably would have said all the things I said. But, Darling, I sounded just like you. You know, this man is a racist. This man is a racist. Our president of the United States is a bona fide racist. Not only was his parents caught, father caught, uh, after a Klan rally being one of the main organizers, but the things he said to come out of his own mouth. Then he hired Steve Bannon, who is a bona fide white supremacist. All over the Internet, Steve Bannon is one of the leaders of this new alternative right. This is the United States we're talking about. 2017, not 1948. And so the world is crying out. Heck no. Actually, what they're saying is hell no. Hell no. No, y'all ain't. Uh-uh, no way. We ain't going to have the leader of the free world, no racist. Women is breaking records. People marching like crazy. So what Darlene is saying is probably how many of you feel. But I've been getting into it with Christians, and most of them are Christians, who are saying, well, we need to be praying for our president. We need to be asking God to protect him. This is exactly the last argument I had. Somebody posted, pray for your president, pray for his protection, pray that God lead him. And I said to them, y'all got that backwards. You need to first ask God to save him, salvage him. He's a racist. Ask God to change his heart. And then you ask God to protect them. What if he was Hitler? 
What if this man wind up doing what Hitler did? Don't think it can't happen, folks. What if he start to really hurt blacks or set the tone for police department to What if everything just escalates? You still going to be hollering about prote- pray for protection for your president? You got to ask God to change his heart. Change his heart. And they say, well, you need to obey authority. The Bible says obey the women have rule over you. And I'm saying that's true. But you don't just let them do anything. So we, I have been in arguments over arguments over arguments, not a lot, maybe about five of Christians. And I'm saying, yes, we pray for our leaders. I believe that. The Bible says it, of course, I believe that. Yes, we support, we, we are to respect the chair, the office. But if you get a tyrant, the Constitution even talks about bearing arms. I'm not talking about bearing no arms tonight, so nobody please don't, don't think that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not on that at all right now. I'm just saying even the Constitution talks about in the time of a tyrant where the people are supposed to rise up, and that's why the whole arms thing come into place. Again, I'm not talking about bearing no arms tonight. I'm just saying even our Constitution prohibits the rise of tyrants. Now somebody said, well, the, you know, the people of America voted for them. Now if I believe the people of America, 60 million votes that he really got in Russia, didn't have no part in, in it, then I would have to just say, you know what, Darlene and Don, we lost. Let's support this man. But they're saying that Russia was definitely involved in the election process. We don't know how much crookedness. I just, anyway, anyway. Don, what's your take on that before we go before we go back to the birthdays and the different things? What's your take on Trump um, transition? I mean, what's your, what, what do you think of when you hear Donald Trump? What's the first words come to your mind? Well, I think that this is a time when real Americans are going to have to look up and call a spade a spade and deal with this man as the administration which, first of all, I really don't believe that he has enough political background or experience to really lead the country, but that's my personal opinion. And I think that coming in and making radical changes that have been set forth to benefit America is not a wise thing to do. But again, he's a Republican and uh, he's a new administrator. There are differences of opinions there. I don't ever think he'll get to the point where this has become a a totally totality. What I'm trying to say is a, a, a dictatorship regime in America. I just don't think that'll ever happen because this is a democracy. I don't think that real Christians and real strong uh, African Americans or any other type of minority will allow that to happen without rising up. But civil unrest is already present in the country. But I think the wisest thing for us to do as members of this society is to just uh, abide by the law, use wisdom and knowledge like the spinning and uh, use the power of the vote. We did that, and apparently we failed. And like you said, you think that Russia may have had a part in the political process. And we think that. We don't know for sure, but it's been speculated. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me correct you, cousin. Keep talking, though. But, no, they've gotten proof now. It's been admitted now. That's why okay, John Lewis said, I can't respect you as president because you didn't get it rightfully. But go ahead. Okay, and, and, and you know, I, I can stand and be correct because, you know, I know some things, but I'm not 100% politically correct either. But we're just going to have to deal with this as wise people. 
whether we be African Americans or non African Americans. And we definitely gonna have to use uh temperament in dealing with this new administrator because we might as well face up there's gonna be radical change in this country that's already taking place, but it ain't gonna, I really don't believe that it's gonna get better. I think it's gonna get worse. But we just right. have to wait and see. Wow. Wow. Wow, y'all are serious. Wow. Well, Darlene, will you finish, and then we're going to back up and do birthdays and talk about some news and information, and uh, we'll start the meat of the matter. Was you through what you were saying? Uh, pretty much. You know, I understand that this is something we have to face, but we have to get our people, not just our people, America has to get ready to kind of tame him down. Well, we have a voice. We need a voice in what's going on. But anyway, that that's it. Yeah, well, family, we just thought we'd give you a little tease of what's coming. We're going to be talking about your new president, President Trump, President Trump, President Trump. It's been sworn in since our last show, and a lot of stuff happening around your new President Trump. That just sounds so crazy. <laughs> See, I shouldn't say that. Anyway, the latest news on him, the Obama-Trump transition. We're going to talk about different facial looks and what happened with Michelle and all that. Hopefully y'all uh, was looking at the news on some of that. His cabinet picks, oh my goodness, just one black man and about 19,000 white men. One black man and about 19,000 white men, probably about two ladies. Did they get their country back? Looks like it. <laughs> Okay, darling, you got the birthdays, right? I do. All right, do something a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, let me see what we're going to play. We'll do a little Michael. We always like to do Michael with birthdays. So go ahead, sister, cousin, what's your birthday that you have? Okay. Tammy Lynn Nelson, these are all going to be January birthdays. Tammy Lynn Nelson on the second. Mia Hall. Mia Rose Hall, the fourth. Frenrita. Who was that last name? I think the first name, Nelson, obviously we know that's on the uh, on the uh, M.B. Dugan side. Uh, but uh, who was the second name? Mia Rose Hall. Mia, 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 Mia. How come I don't know Mia? Anybody know who Mia is? Don't all speak at the same time. (laughs) I guess, you don't Uh, know who Mia is, darling? I thought you knew everybody. No, and I was looking at these names, and it's going to be more than just her. I don't know. Okay, so tonight we have some birthdays we don't know. Family, if you're on the phone lines, you know who Mia Rose is. Click one, let us know. Educate us like Miss Barbara did last week, the last two weeks. Okay? Let us know. All right, Ben, we have a birthday. Go ahead. Frandria Benton, six. Not quite sure. I don't know who that person is either, but happy birthday. Alvin Ailey, the fifth. Now, Alvin Ailey, Ailey, that name Ailey, isn't that on the Ennis Buddy side? Don't you have a cousin that was a dancer named, last name Ailey? That's him. 
Okay. Why you act like you don't know what it is, darling? Then I didn't say. I didn't say I didn't know who he was. I said a lot. I have quite a few names. Don't have me over sweating at you. And I don't know some of them. Well. According to your Emma Jewel, your Aunt Emma Jewel, I always like to say it like that, she was saying that Alvin Ailey was a very famous dancer. Y'all can Google him while you're listening, some of y'all online. But he was very good dancer, worldwide known, world-renowned. So we don't want to, definitely going to toot his horn a little bit. But Alvin Ailey, uh, he even had a dance school. She was considering moving up there and going to the school in California. Big, 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 uh, a big name in the dance world, Alvin Ailey. That's your cousin. also in Texas. Yeah. What was that? Okay. He's a Texas guy. He's from Rogers, Texas. Okay. In fact, if you look at the history, Ain't Addie, Papa Buddy, and some of my aunts and uncles was born in Rogers, Texas. Uh, close by, anyway. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Christy, Christy Nelson, the eight. This is Robbie's daughter. Yeah, we have her on. Very good show. We're going to talk about the show that Christy and Robbie them did. Okay, Ellis Douglas Sr., the 11th, Deborah Jean Now, I know you ain't going (laughs) to... Hold on. Okay. Don, what's wrong with your cousin tonight? (laughs) Ellis is her father. (laughs) Ellis is your father. Tell us, come on, tell us a little bit about your father since we own it. We just go ahead. Since you, go ahead. Okay. Give us 30 seconds. Something about your father. Tell us something. Um, My dad's birthday was January 11th. He was born in 1926. And um, he always had a cowboy hat on, and and he had this great smile. And um, he was about 6'4 to 6'5. Wow. And... uh, he only weighed maybe less than 170 pounds. Wow. That's still a big Blue man. Jeans. Well, tall man, yeah. A little skinny man. <laughs> a tall, skinny man. Wow. Okay. See? We didn't know that. Well, anyway, that's Ellis Douglas. No longer on the planet, but we still like to call out these birthdays because we want their names mentioned constantly. So, we... On this show, acknowledge our family, whether they be here or whether they be in the spirit, where we're all going to be going one day. All right, keep it going if you don't mind, cousin. I just wanted to definitely highlight that person. <laughs> okay, Deborah Jean Jefferson, 14th. Deborah Jean Jefferson. Uh, again, if anybody can tell us who Je- Deborah Jean Jefferson is, they can call in and let us know. Latrice Nelson, the 15th. Another one of Robbie's daughters. Again, we're going to talk about the show that what they was on. That was one of my one of my favorite shows, too, when Robbie was on her and her daughters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ennis Buddy Douglas, the 15th. And that's my grandfather. Yes. The infamous Ennis, uh, Ennis Buddy Douglas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Addie Dale Clark, 
Eddie Dale Booker Clark. That's the 18. And everybody should know who Eddie Dale is. Don, again, uh, you want to jump in any time, it's fine. I know we kind of, you know, you, some of these names you won't know, but so many people you going to know, Don. But Eddie Dale was actually on the show. Do you remember that show, Don, that you happened to listen to the show that she was on? Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you do remember? remember? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very uh, good Christian lady. She's a, a chaplain in the Church of God in Christ in a very huge district. She's a chaplain uh, in California, very uh, prominent position there in the Church of God in Christ. To be a chaplain in, of this district is, is huge, but go ahead. Okay. Barbara Delona Ransom, the 18th. Now, Bob. Be- oh, yeah, she. That Bob is, is the. Is the uh, everybody should know who she is. She was a uh, cousin of ours at Press One last week and came on in and let us know a little bit about the ransom. So go ahead. Happy birthday. All of, okay. To all of you, happy birthday. Michelle Baker? Today, the 24th, Michelle Baker. Oh, okay. And- happy birthday for real. And today and, uh, Michelle, who's oh, Michelle? I don't know. Again, that one, someone can call in and tell us about her. I can't remember. Okay. I, that well, one. We're trying, though, cousin. <laughs> we're trying. Anybody know who Michelle is? Press one on the phone lines. Please educate us, folks. Go ahead. Happy birthday, okay. Michelle. Annie May, better known as Anavara Douglas. Is today? Yeah, mommy used to talk about Anavara all the time. Well, again, a lot of these people. What was that, Don? He was a character. <laughs> oh, you remember Anavara, Don? Yeah, I remember when we were kids. What just tell us a couple things about it, real quick, real quick, in thirty seconds. Now, 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 hold on. Before you say that, before you say that, excuse me, I'm sorry, but I just got to say this. Folks, again, we're trying to know each other. That's why when that's why when she mentioned names, Darlene mentioned names, I said something. I want us to remember these names. That's why even though some people are not on the planet, we still call out their birthday because mentioning their names, it, it creates this map in our head, and we will remember who these people are. And Elvira was one of Ed's children. I think I got that right. <laughs> so this was his children, his daughter that didn't have a child. Ain't that our mama used to talk about her all the time. So, uh, and I'm doing three things. I do remember her for sure being one of its children, but I'm just, y'all got to know I'm doing 15 things at one time. But uh, for sure, uh, we talked about it. We had, we, we had a show devoted to her, and this is where Emma Jewel really educated us and helped us uh and, and others about who she is, and so Anne Elvira is one of Ed and Isabel's children. She is a daughter that did, did not have any children. So go ahead, uh, darling, please. Uh, what you okay. say, Don? No, I was just saying she was very humorous for us as kids growing up when her and Big Mom would get together, which is down to be Douglas. Okay, Jimmy Lee Douglas is today also is the twenty fourth, and um, happy birthday, Jimmy. This uh, well, he's celebrating in heaven. This was uh, my uncle. 
Uh, Anthony Douglas, the 25th. Anthony Douglas. I got a feeling that's on the Dugan side. I, I think I know who that is. I'm not sure. Somebody can correct me on Anthony, but I'm pretty sure. I've seen that person, A. Anthony Douglas, on Facebook. I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm take the safe I remember seeing A. Anthony Douglas on Facebook, and he's friends. I think this is the same. Well, anyway, I don't want to say too much, but anyway, happy birthday, cousin. Happy birthday. Go ahead, darling. What else you got? D. Mario Brown, the 30th. Happy birthday, Mario. Who is Mario? Anybody know who Mario is it? Well, I don't. Again, anybody listening know who Mario is? Press one. This is a very big family. I estimate something like three thousand. That's my numbers because I know Azalee <laughs> Branch has two hundred, and then we're not even the biggest side. So when you put all these people together, I estimate somewhere around three thousand. So believe me, we're not going to know a whole lot of folks, but we're trying. Happy birthday to all of you. Keep any, anybody else, darling? Oh yeah, I'm still trucking along. Angie, Angie Delona Franks, the thirtieth. Okay, we know who Angie is. Go ahead. Okay, Norman Earl, better known as Bubba Jack Douglas, the thirtieth. All right. Happy birthday, Bubba Jack. Lonnie Spann, the 31st. And All right. We know everybody that should know who Lonnie Spann is. His wife been on several times, Janice. Happy birthday, Lonnie. Oh. Janice Spann? Oh, my bad. See how I'm not paying attention? That's what happened. <laughs> I just heard Lonnie. And, oh, my bad. You say Lonnie Spann? Not <laughs> you're thinking, Kevin. No, this is Lonnie the thirty first. No, no. Okay, well, what's Lonnie's last name again? Span. He's he's Kevin's brother. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, again, I got it wrong. I'm thinking of Janice's oh, um, um, husband. But anyway, folks. Oh I'm yeah. Probably do a lot of that tonight. I'm probably don't do a lot of that tonight. Well, happy birthday, Lonnie. Who else you got there, darling? Edna Louise Matthews, the 31st. Edna been on uh, the show. Everybody should know who Edna Louise is. Go ahead. Diamond Tones, the 23rd. And, and Diamond is, is the name I've seen quite a bit. You know, she is, darling, on the Duke inside. She is, no, she is Uncle Sonny Boy's. Okay, okay, yes, yes, you're right. Great we had guests on. Yeah, I remember I remember when I went to the guest page we had on, on the Sunny Boy side, I would see her name as one of their friends. So, okay, Diamond Tones, happy birthday, Diamond. Go ahead. Um, Breon, Shane Williams Sims. Okay. Do you know who that is? No. That's the 27. You don't? Say, say the name again. Brianna. Brian. Oh, you said Brian. Uh, yeah, I know who you said. Brianna Smith. Uh, is it Smith or Smith? Oh, okay. Is know. it Smith? It Smith. I have well, if seen. it's Brianna Smith, folks, that's 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 Donna's granddaughter. That's Taurus. Taurus is Donna's son. 
everybody knows Donnie is, I know for sure. Well, her, she, she has a son named Taurus, and that's his daughter. Brianna just had a baby, so y'all, if you can remember, go on Facebook and tell her, uh, congratulations. Um, but Brianna just had a baby. But go ahead. Here's another one. Um, Happy birthday, Brianna. Is it E.F. Naira Sims? Yeah, very unique name. My brother's name is F. Uh, Nara. We call him Putt. You can imagine how block folk change folks' name, right? We ain't going to say no F. Nara. <laughs> but his name, we call him Putt. Well, he has a daughter, and they call her Nara, N-A-I-R. Instead of, but it really is Fner. But she, you know, again, black folks like to change their name and shorten it. So Nair is my brother's daughter. Happy birthday, Nair. Okay. Hers was on the 14th. And Jaden Williams, the 29th. Jaden is Jaden. I'm pretty sure now. Put has a a, a grandson that's named Jaden. I don't know if it's the same Jaden or not. And he would be a little kid if it is, so he probably would be listening if if that's the same Jaden. Again, folks, we trying tonight. Okay. We are trying. Okay. Arlene Turner, the twentieth. Yeah, Arlene, we had a wonderful weekend. Hopefully y'all saw those photos that I put on Facebook of uh our Lydia, uh Josiah and Arlene and myself, as well as uh or uh, Moppy, my sister. We was out and about having a good time, but uh Happy birthday, Arlene. We've told her that already. <laughs> Tanya Smith, 16. Now, I didn't know that. Uh, Tanya, spell it. Well, I shortened it up. It's Rotanya. Okay, that's done. I didn't know Tanya had a birthday. Well, anyway, Tanya, if you listen, happy birthday. That's my little niece. And, folks, again, you're going to get a lot of Irene or a lot of uh, Azalee's side of the family as well as anybody's side. Why is that? Well, because Darlene is co-host. Don is on the line as well as myself. And we know these people more than we know anybody else. This is why we're reaching out to you, letting you uh, asking family to, to send those birthdays. Well, we'll know and we'll be able to call out everybody. So y'all may hear a lot of one side. Don't 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 think none of it. It's only because we know those people. It's easy to write those names down, okay, versus emails from other family members. We're just not getting that much. So anyway, that's Rotanica uh, Donna's daughter. Go ahead, darling. Okay, there's a Oscar Mia. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of Donna that's tonight. On the a lot of time. Did she send you an email or something? No. Well, I Oscar is Tasha. The, the Tasha, y'all gonna hear from a little bit. She got a hot, hot little update for the family coming at you. You know, Tasha does her thing. Y'all gonna enjoy this one. Uh, well, Tasha's husband is Oscar. They all Facebook. Say hi to him. Go ahead. <coughs> Gina. Yeah, Gina. Let's do this for time's sake. How many more you got? Oh, uh, three. Okay, go ahead. I got Gina, the 23rd. Gina, Brianna what's Smith, the last name? Uh, I don't you have a last name. No, no. Gia. Gia. Gia is Donna's granddaughter. That's Tasha's daughter, Gia. Got to get that oh, name right. And Miss what's Little the last Gia, name? Hot. 
<laughs> uh, she wouldn't care, really. But no, Gia Smith. Okay. That's right. Tasha's. We only have one Gia in this family. And that's the one and only Gia, Tasha's daughter. Okay? Okay. Anyway, happy birthday, Gia. Brian- Brianna Smith, the 21st. Yeah. Brianna, we all, you already mentioned Brianna. Did I? Mm-hmm. Remember I said someone had a baby? Remember I said oh, someone had okay. a baby? Okay. Okay. Uh, Carla Turner? Who? Carla. Spell that. It's Carla with a K. Kayla, 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 K A Y L A. Yeah. I okay, Kayla. K-A-Y-L-A. Kayla is going to be Mars's daughter. Mars's daughter. Happy birthday, Kayla. What else you got? Sydney Brown, the twenty-seventh. This is all on the Azalee side again, family. This is what happens. <laughs> so Azalee, um, I mean, uh. uh this is going to be Tanya's, you say Sydney, right? Mm-hmm. Sydney is oh, Tanya's that, o- uh, oldest grand grandchild. This is Celeste's daughter. Happy birthday, Sydney. And is that going to be the last one we have? I have one anniversary in the past. Um, January the 20th is my grandparents' anniversary. Ennis Buddy and Ines Cliff Douglas, January the 20th. And that's it. All right. All right, well, happy anniversary. And a lot of those birthdays, I know I'll be late. It's like I say, folks, we just we just like calling out the whole month, even though the birthdays have passed. Why? It's just good to get these names out there. The more names we call, the more the map look clear. Uh, Don, you know any of those people? You was pretty quiet. I'm sure you know quite a few of those people, though, right? A lot of people <laughs> on the Azalee side. You see that? I know some of uh, Donald's. Children and grandchildren, and uh, of course, I know Morris's daughter, and uh, maybe a few others, but that's about it. Well, folks, uh, we're going to go ahead and switch gears now and bring on Tasha. I thought we'd do it a little early, and after Tasha, Tasha's got a lot to, to uh, put out. It's like going to be like 10 minutes, and after Tasha get back, we're going to come back, and uh, I think I'll go ahead and do E-Courage to do encourager as well so um let's do this let's take a little break family and let's go ahead and listen here from the one and only gwen burst and i want to get make sure we hear them because i know what's going to happen when we start talking about some trump so um lots of people are emotional about what's going on and i don't want to forget the family so i'm gonna go ahead and, and uh if y'all don't mind we're gonna go to encourager now and then we will bring on uh, the one and only Natasha Mejia. Gwen Birch does the e-courage again. Again, she's on Facebook. And if you want this coming to your phone on Mondays, you need to holler at Gwen uh, by uh, looking for her on Facebook. Okay? So um, that's what I'm going to say. So let's let's just go ahead and go to e carriage now and then we'll um um we'll go ahead and um uh, just bear with me. Y'all can hear me stalling, can't you? My computer is so slow it just can't keep up with me. I type something it's gotta think about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Darling, you ever get your computer issues straightened out? No. Yeah, that's <laughs> just how I am. Well, anyway, folks, uh, here come Miss uh, Gwen Burks E. Courage, and again, hit her up on Facebook if you want to send it to your phone on Mondays, and then we'll 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 visit Tasha. Check this out. <laughs> Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance E-Courager. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. John 13, 1. Jesus finished well because he loved well to the end. Instead of demanding to be loved at his time of death, he loved. In place of looking to the disciples to wash his feet, he lovingly washed their feet. In contrast to fighting the one who will betray him, he loved him. Jesus ended how he began, unselfishly, lovingly, unconditionally. Indeed, we finish well when we love well to the end. In the beginning of our walk with Christ, we loved with our limited understanding of God and his love. Out of our joy-filled salvation flows a gratitude that grows in grace and urges others to know the Lord's amazing love. Like hot lava streaming from an active volcano, our heart of love erupted with eternal effectiveness. But life has a way of cooling our compassion, and we become lukewarm in our love. Only by faith in the one who loves us to the uttermost can we keep the intensity of our love. Love finishes well. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance E. Courager. Be blessed and be encouraged. Good evening, family. I am super excited to be with you once again to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduce prices. Uh, my name is Tasha, and as you know, my hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and change in your pockets. We'll go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to try to be quick with this one. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, remedies. I'm going to share with you the health benefits of chia seeds. I'll give you a, a little background, and then I'm going to skim through some of the benefits, guys, and I encourage you to go ahead and look up some of the information regarding this. Chia seeds are among the most healthiest foods on the planet. They're loaded with nutrients and, you know, that have an important benefit to your body and your brain. So um, a little background is that this plant natively grows in South America. They are teeny tiny black seeds from the plant Salvia Hispanica, which is related to the mint plant. Uh, it's called chia. It's the ancient mind word for strength. So they knew even then this modern-day superfood had some, you know, some special qualities. So um, one of the, the things that its chia seeds are loaded with is antioxidants. As you know, antioxidants are great, and they have positive effects on the health. Um, they fight the production of free radicals, which can damage mole molecules in the cells and contribute to aging and diseases like uh, cancer. So, you know, that's a plus. <laughs> uh, they are high in fiber. 
Uh, so as you know, fiber is very, very important for our diet, but this fiber is a good fiber. It does not raise your blood sugar and it does not require insulin to be disposed of. And therefore, many people believe that it should not even be considered a carb, but it is. Um, and so this is a great one to, you know, add to your diet. Um, let's see, I'll I, I explain to you kind of how, you know, chia seeds kind of work. Um, a little bit. Some people, I don't, I don't put mine in water, but because uh, they can absorb 10 to 12 times their body weight, if you will, in water, they absorb it rather. They become gel-like and they expand in your stomach. So theoretically, this, you know, should increase fullness, which slows down the absorption of your food, and you, it helps you automatically eat fewer calories. So the fiber you know, also feeds the friendly bacteria in your stomach, which is important to keep in your, you know, your gut bugs well fed, and it's absolutely crucial to health. So, uh, awesome, awesome things. Chia seeds are very high in quality protein. Um, it's especially for those people who eat very little to no animal products. You know, it's a really, really good way, and as you know, high pro protein intake reduces your appetite and things like that. So due to the high fiber content and protein content, chia seeds, should allow you to, you know, or help you uh, to lose weight. Let's see, chia seeds are high in omega-3 fatty acids, which, as you know, most people get theirs from salmon or flaxseed. Um, but this is, you know, omega-3 is awesome for your body and your brain, and, it, and they both desperately need it. So uh, this is a good way to get it without having to take supplements for it. Um, chia seeds may also improve certain blood markers, which should lower the risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Um, as you know, um, if you research, you know, heart disease in the African-American community, you know, we need to, you know, be very conscious of, you know, taking care of our ticker. So um, it's also very, you know, high in many important bone nutrients. So especially as we age, it's important that we make sure that we're eating foods that are, you know, supporting our bone health. Um, Let's see here. And also, chia seeds can improve exercise performance as much as a sports drink. So um, legend has it that the Aztecs and Mayans used to use chia seeds to fuel their performance back in the day. So they've done studies on this as well. Um, the great thing about this is that, as you know, Gatorade, drinks like Gatorade and Powerade have a high, Gatorade more than Powerade, I believe, have a high sugar content. This is a really good natural way to, you know, and just give your exercise performance a boost. And athletes all over uh, use this, you know, as we speak. So um, that's a really, really good way to, you know, kind of increase endurance for, you know, when you're, you know, being athletic. Um, chia seeds are easy, super easy to incorporate in your diet. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share with you um, just a simple, just two simple ways that you can do that. Um, there is a banana coconut, I'm sorry, banana cocoa overnight oatmeal recipe I'm going to share with you that you can easily incorporate chia seeds into something like this. All you do, guys, for this um, is you take a half a cup of old-fashioned oats, three-fourths skim milk, or any other milk of your choice. Maybe you like almond milk instead of the, uh, you know, your regular cow's milk. A teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa powder, a, a teaspoon of real maple syrup, and the next morning you're going to add a half of banana slice to it. Again, um, you can add chia seeds the night before or the morning of. Like I said, I like the little crunch that it has. Uh, some people don't mind the, the, the gelatin-like you know, consistency that it has. Um, and so this is a very, very easy way to do that. Guys, again, this is easy. You just mix all that stuff together, 
and you put it in a container or a jar and you cover it with a lid or maybe even saran wrap and it's ready to go the next morning. Top it with your banana, you're good to go. Um, one thing that I do in the morning here recently is um, I have grown to like more and more yogurt. I have never really been a big yogurt person, but I add chia seeds to my yogurt in the morning and I should put a pretty good you know, size helping of chia seeds in there, um, along with fresh fruit. So um, what I've noticed that throughout the day is that it, it really does satiate my hunger very, very well. So I can make it to lunch with no problem just eating that. And so because those chia seeds are high in all of those nutrients, I feel really good about, you know, um, about what I'm eating. And, you know, also what the yogurt brings, you know, with the probiotics and all that good stuff. And your fresh fruit is awesome. So you're good to go. So, And there's many different ways. You can sprinkle this on top of salads um, and soups, whatever you want to do, because they have really no taste. It's just really you have to figure out which texture you like, the gel or the crunch, and uh, you're good to go. And so let's go ahead and move right into... Uh, reduce prices. Over at Kohl's, for all of our, my coffee enthusiasts or coffee lovers, if you will, Kohl's has the two uh, Korean K-Cups. Now, this is account 40 to 48 variety packs for only $20. So just to make that clear is that you're getting two of those, the 40 to 48 count variety packs for 20 bucks. So in other words, it's $10 each pack, which is awesome. So that basically means you can get a, you know, a premium cup of coffee like you would go out and spend at Starbucks for as low as 21 cents per cup. So really, really good deal. You can go on and select what, you know, whatever pack they have there. I think they have like, I don't know, six or seven different choices, but each one of those are variety packs, so there's, you know, countless choices to pick from when you, you know, look at it that way. Now, guys, the shipping is free on any order of $75 or more, or you can opt for free in-store pickup if you have a store, you know, near you. So um, that's a super deal, and, and you don't have to have a career to be able to use these little K-Cups. There's lots of, um, you know, manufacturers that are making, you know, coffee machines that you can, um, you know, uh, you know, interchange these, these cups with. I think Mr. Coffee has one. Pretty much every brand has one. So um, over at ShopSpring.com, you can score uh, Joe Fresh Baby Unisex Bodysuit gift set for only $4.94. To even make it sweeter than that, you can use a promo code LUNAR20, which is L-U-N-A-R-2-0. It expires uh, the 29th of this month to save an additional 20% off at checkout. So that makes these gift sets, gift set, sorry guys, only $3.96. And even better, guys, the shipping is free. So this is perfect for baby showers or just, you know, maybe a loved one that you just want to buy a gift for. And they're, because they're unisex, they're super, super cute. And these are gift sets, which means that there are multiple pieces in these uh, these, these items. Um, if you're a Chipotle fan like I am, uh, through February 7th or while supplies last, you can head over and play Cato, Cato Crusher uh, to score a free order of guacamole and chips. If you eat there often, you know that that is roughly about a $4 value. Uh, it's basically you go over, you play a game. Super easy. It's Kato, C-A-D-O, dash, crusher, dot, chipotle, dot, com. And you play the game, get coupons. Super simple. Over at Microsoft Store, you can purchase select Xbox digital games. Uh, with prices starting at about, uh, I'm sorry, not at about, at $1.49. As an idea, you can score the Sonic and Knuckles digital game for only $1.49, <laughs> 100 Select uh, Sonic and Hedgehog D 
digital games uh, for $2.49. You cannot beat this, guys. Um, so if you, if you know any gamers or if you're a gamer, it's a really good way to, you know, add to your collection digitally. And you can, let's see, I guess if you have the Xbox 360, which I know is the old one, but for this one, how this one would work is it would automatically download the content the next time you turn it on and connect to the Xbox Live. So um, I can't wait to share this one with my son because I want to see what he can find because those games are usually, you know, very expensive, ranging anywhere from 20 to $60, $70. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> so anyway, guys, it has been a pleasure. That wraps it up for me this evening. Um, and it's been a pleasure sharing all this information with you. I hope uh, that there was something that you were able to take away from it. Thank you again for allowing me to be a part of this program. God, let us all continue to grow and inspire and connect with one another. Remember, family is the most important thing. It is absolutely everything. Until next time, guys, God bless.
tied with or defeated by the enemy. We are Israel. And this is when I talked a little bit about um, we as a people, our true destiny, our true origin. Who are we really? You know, fulfilling all these prophecies in the Old Testament, but nobody want to say who we are. Anyway, don't get into that now. Y'all have to go and check that show out. Again, that was a show uh, on July the 18th. All right. Then on July the uh, week before that, uh, the 26th, this is a Douglas Kennedy uh, show. And let's see what happened. Y'all got to bear with me. I'm pulling them up as we go. All right. Any comments on any things I said so far, Don or, 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 or Darlene? Any of those? Any comments on any of those shows? Y'all remember any of those shows I just mentioned? I remember talking about the shooting in Dallas. Yeah. July the twenty-sixth yep. is going to be uh, Eldred and Rita. Krupa. Absolutely, and they came on. This is Sunny Boy side of the family. I think this is the first show we did with uh, uh, from the Sunny. Uh, boy branch and we was very excited about this particular show but she is absolutely right what do you remember about that show about uh, 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 Reza and Eldridge um, <laughs> I remember them being very proud parents and and they just had a lot of positive things to say and um, they just seemed like a shining star um, they worked together as a couple. It was just a nice show. Yes, um, yes, yes. And then, uh, and I enjoyed the show again as well. Uh, as well, that was again Sunny Boy Side of Fam. So those of you that want to check them out, remember, go back in the archives. This is how you do it, family, because we talked about this last week. But some of you made it listen last week. You want to go to the Ed and Isabel page on Facebook. Move down, move down, move down till you see Eldridge and Risa, and you'll see the layout, the pictures, how they look, the family, everything about them that they uh, presented to us on that page. Or you can. Do another way. You can go to um, Google and just Google in uh, Five Smooth Stone and then Blog Talk Radio, and you will see my profile on blog, on Blog Talk Radio. And you just have to go to the date. Uh, just go. Uh, I think it's going to give you like the month. I don't know if it'll give you the exact date. But uh, anyways, July the twenty fifth is when that show aired. So you got to look up months. The only thing about the Blog Talk uh, website, I don't think it has the exact date. You have to go by the months, like fifteen months ago, a year ago, and that may take a little more research. So go ahead and go to the Anthony Isabel page on Facebook. That'll be a little bit easier. All right. Now, before that show, before that show, we had on Arlene. Arlene, my wife, was on very important show. uh, thought we talked about that last week, but uh, guess not. But Arlene was, oh yeah, I, we didn't talk about it. I just said I had forgot about it. But anyway, y'all bear with me. I'm rambling here and going fast. But Arlene, my wife, was on. We talked about our kids, Lydia, Josiah, and Kenny in Columbus. Kenny called from Columbus. Many of Arlene's friends from all over Cincinnati call. Uh, a lot of friends of hers called on that show. Very important show with my wife, Arlene, okay? Uh, then, uh, darling, you remember you remember that show? I do. Yes, yes, yes. Don, you there? You back yet? 
I'm here. All right, hop right in. Don't be so quiet, my friend. <laughs> yeah, did you hear the show with Darlene, the, with the one she was on? No, I just uh, don't remember a lot of the content. So that's what yeah. I've been A lot of remote. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, and uh, that was on, uh, let's see here, Arlene, I lost my date to y'all, bear with me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But that show was very emotional for our family. It really was. You know, we do these, I do these shows, and every once in a while we'll do something, and it'll, it'll, it'll trigger something with us. So that was one of those shows that hit home. Again, we are we in Texas. We're in Texas. But on uh, Kenny, uh, my stepson is still in um, Ohio, and so for him to call the show like that and really uh, brought uh, tears to Arlene. Uh, I mean, we talk to him all the time, but it's just good to have him on the show like that, you know. And, and, and so that was very, very important show for us. Now, moving right along, y'all have to bear with me. I don't have all those stuff wrote down like I did last week. So, um. The next show should be Addydale Book of Clark. Yes, you you got a good memory, a cousin. You have a good memory. You did your homework. Addydale, Addydale. Don, I think we talked about Addydale earlier. You said you remembered her, right? Yes, sir. What do you remember about Addydale? Anything? Very little other than... Uh, she was really proud of her family and her children. Yes, yeah, she was. You know, yes, yeah, she was. And, uh, the, uh, darling, what do you remember? Anything stands out about Eddie the Eddie interview? I, um, I remember her as being a very spiritual person, very faithful. Yes, she was. She, it was and, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just uh, trying to remember the conversation. And, and and she did mention having conversation with God and and going in the war room. And, yes, and, you remember. Yeah. Yes, you remember. Well, um... Eddie Dale was on the ninth, on the ninth, and on the sixteenth, um, on the sixteenth, folks, was Juan Booker. Juan, I know you guys remember Juan. He is the he was the musician for the uh, reunion. Juan did a very good job at the reunion, playing for the family. Uh, he's the the son of Caleb Booker, and Caleb Booker was the son of Azalee. Azalee was the daughter of. Ed and Isabel. So Ed and Isabel had a daughter named Asley. Asley had a son, her oldest son named Caleb. And uh, then Caleb had a son, his only child, Juan. That's one reason we had him on is because when you start talking about only childs, you know, you, those take those important because there's only just one child. Okay, so anyway, after that show, that was on the 16th, uh, on the 15th, uh, on the 15th, so if you want to check out that show, it's on the 15th, go to the Ed and Isabel page, move down to you see Juan Booker. All right, then on the 
Uh, Darlene, you want to guess? Anyone, anybody want to guess what happens next after the Juan interview? I give you a hint, Addydale. Just... It was Paul Booker, who's her brother. So those oh, of you okay. on the Addie side, I know they definitely know who these people are. These are uh, uh, very important people. Uh, Paul is uh, is like I said, Eddie Dell's brother, and uh, also we had Mickey on. This is her brother, and uh, and uh, many of you know Kevin Span, his mother Dorothy Span. This is uh, their sister. Okay, so Paul was on, and just I really enjoyed it. That was one of my personal interviews. Uh, I liked his perspective on life, his health is. Hopefully, uh, he's doing better. But I just liked his perspective on life with with his health deteriorate the way it was, at least when we talked to him last week. Hopefully, he's doing better. All right, now again, that was Paul Booker. That was on the 29th. 29th, again, one of my favorite uh, shows. Then on the 6th of September, Don, we did something called Expo 30. Expo 30 is when I talked about uh, talked about racism, and I talked about 30 areas of life that's affected by racism, which is every single thing we do and touch. Wherever there's people, there's racism, and I brought that out. Uh, just a little presentation I did. Did it all over, all over the place. I've talked about the Expo 30 really all over the world. And then on the September the 8th, excuse me, y'all have to remember my my date is one day ahead. Uh, so y'all, it's, one, it's September the seventh. Forgive me, September the seventh. We did the Bobby Baylor interview. Bobby Baylor was a musician, a very uh, prominent musician in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Go ahead, uh, Don. I know you're gonna know a little bit about Do- Bobby Baylor. Just talk about him for about maybe thirty seconds. Who is Bobby Baylor um, to you? Well, Bobby Baylor to me was a great mentor. He told my sister actually. A lot of the skills in her piano playing, and my sister is a caller's show. And uh, she, of course, she was the first black police woman in Fort Worth. But she played for Beth Thieving for many years. But Bobby, he had notoriety all over the city. He taught a lot of people. He was very known for his giving of service. Great choir director. He played for First St. John for many years. And uh, he graduated with his doctorate degree as in ministry. He was a skilled pianist, choir director. And as I say, he told many people all over the city he had a great home going here several months ago when, when he did pass and people from all over came to acknowledge his presence and his contribution to our society. He used to have a group in his early days when him and my mother were yet young called the Silverettes. Yeah, along with himself and um, his sister Melba and other members of the north side of Fort Worth. So, if you so we got a little history there, family. A little history. Again, several people, lots of folks, lots of, lots of talent in this family. Bobby Baylor also was an author. Bobby was an author and was a scholar, scriptural, biblical scholar. You know, you got some people that just know the Bible. This was a scholar. Love talking to him. Bobby Baylor was on the 7th of September. On the 13th of September, on the 13th of September, was the one and only Miss uh, Joyce and her husband, David Tanzil, which is Janice's uh, sister, 
Janice Watson Griffin. And um, do you remember that interview? Hold up. I do, but you messed up her name. Oh, Lord. I give up. Janice might think, I hope she don't think I do it on purpose. I honestly guess that wrong. I don't know why. Janice, Janice Griffin Watson. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But her her daughter, her uh, daughter, her her sister is Joyce. Um and the mother's Catherine. Everybody call her Cat. This was another one of my shows. And this is another layout. Really nice looking family. I I'm looking at a picture of them now. They all they stand on a rock. They all of them got on white. This is a sharp dressing family right here. Again, uh we talked uh, uh David and Joyce Tanzel and uh that was a good show as well. Y'all got to check that out. Y'all have got to check that out. That was one of my favorite shows, and I mean that. Okay? So that was on the 12th of September. And then on the, um, uh, let's see here, on the 26th, on the 26th of September uh, was Robbie. And I know everybody should know who Robbie is. Robbie has been one of those voices in the back. You don't hear that much from us from time to time. But I remember early on she was one of the ones that encouraged me to do what I'm doing right now. One of the people that I spoke with quite a bit, one of the new family members that reached out to me, very nice spirit and very encouraging. Uh, But Robbie came on with her daughters, Christy Nelson and Latrice. Darling, you remember that show? I do. I was um, out of town during that time. Yes, yes. But um, she, that was a good show. That was another good show. And I'm not just saying that. Was a, it really was a good show. I mean, I enjoyed um, her daughters. Uh, one of them worked with the, uh, I'm probably going to mess this up. I know she does something with the cruise line. And so um, she came on and uh talk and they spoke they're very fluent all of them talk very very smart sounding people so that was robbie uh and her and, and her daughters came on i really really enjoyed doing that show uh don you remember the, the the show that we did with robbie i remember listening to it yes 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 well anyway Anyway, Robbie's on Facebook. Y'all hit her up. You gotta know she is. She's the one. She's always posting on the Ed Nisbet page. Very good participant. Robbie have been participating from the very beginning, and I appreciate you, Robbie. Okay, but Adolphus was on. They was just as sharp, talking about the mother who's recently passed, and uh, very good show. Check that out. All right. Now Robbie was on the 26th, and then on the. 3rd of October was the open forum, no telling what we talked about on that show, and then on the uh, 9th, excuse me, on the 10th of, I like that song there, on the uh, 10th of October, anybody can guess what show, who was on on the 10th of October? 10th of October? Uh, was it, probably, it won't remember it because it was a rerun. <laughs> okay. It was a rerun. And a very, uh, very uh, good show. But that was for sure a rerun. All right. On these, sometimes we do these reruns. It's very, very, uh, it, I'm telling you, the reruns is just as good as the first time we play them because many of you have missed that first show. 
and we play them, and, and it's and it's just a blessing. I'm telling you, our reruns is really good, okay? Because our shows are really good. So anyway, that was a rerun, and uh, and then on the 17th, the 17th of October, 17th of October, we had on Donald Shaw. Donna, do you remember being on yourself? <laughs> yeah, I had my daughter and I had uh, Morris, your brother. We had a yeah, Don came over and they and that was the first show we did at my place, so at the studio, so to speak. So we had Mia in the house, we had Don in the house, we had Morris, my brother, in the house, and that was a very funny show. Y'all want to hear something funny? Listen to that show. Everybody right here in the house, and it was uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, but Don talks about his mother, and Robbie Slaughter, Reverend Robbie Slaughterman, you know about. Talked about his brothers, uh, Eric, um, his brother Vince, um, and his brother Breck. I know y'all see Breck on, on Facebook from time to time, and you hear him talk about his sister Carlos. Gerald, of course, is another brother of his. It was a very good show. These are my people. Back in the day, I kind of looked at them almost like celebrities. It was always very fun to go on to that north side and uh, hook up with these, with these, with the, with, with, with my cousins. So, Don, um, I thought that was one of my favorite shows as well, only because I'm a little partial to them. The next show was a special show. I don't know what made. Let's see what made it special. Don was on the 17th of October. Y'all want to uh, revisit that show? Now you have the date. Go to the Ed Israel page. Move down. Move down till you see Don. Okay, like I said, on the 24th was a special show, and I'm going a little fast, folks, but we want to definitely get around talking about Trump tonight. Uh, the the uh, this should be interesting. The the on the this was a special show with Arlene and I, an old rerun where Arlene and I sit down and talk about some very important things. I'm not going to even tell you what we talk about. You got to just tune in. So y'all don't hear that much from Arlene, but on the 24th of October, she was on the show. It was a special show. So go, tune, go, 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 and look up uh, that date, October the 24th, and you'll see what we were talking about on the 24th of October on the Ed Nisbell page. All right? Uh, on the December the 31st, 2016, December the 31st, 2016. Uh, this show, uh, it, bear with me, family. I'm reading here. This was a special show, another special. No telling what we are talking about was open form. So if y'all want to be surprised, go to that show, and you'll be surprised. <laughs> Otherwise, I got to open up the list of the whole show to know what it was about. On the 14th of November, 14th of November, um, this was a show where we uh, talked about the president-elect Donald Trump. I don't think too many people like that show. If we had a show that people didn't like, that would have to have been the show, only because people was hating on Trump like a lot of us are today. We just tired of this man. I'm not going to say we hate him, but people just really wasn't uh, excited about him winning an election. That was the night we talked about him winning the election. Donald Trump. It shocked the world. That was the show where we was all stunned just like the world was, okay? And then um, on the 21st of November, um, there's another show, talking about the election again, talking about the election again, very important show, check that out. You get to hear what your family really felt. And then on the 21st, 
um, excuse me, that was on the 21st. On the 28th of November, on the 28th of November, darling, you want to guess what happened on the 28th of November? You have any idea? Don, I know you was hanging out with us probably. This Tawana Moore Hill was on. Do you oh, remember that show? Yeah. Do y'all remember the show? I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, this, this is another classy little family. I thought did real well. Many of you don't. Uh, many of you should know who Tawana is. She's doing a lot of posting on uh, on uh, the Ed Isabel page about her Mary Kay business. Um, Tawana's doing a thing in Mary Kay, and uh, check her out. Buy some of her products, family. This is a, a, a entrepreneur that's trying to do her thing in the Mary Kay world. So she was on her husband, and uh, I don't think her husband was. Was he on? I think no, he, was on he wasn't on because I asked. He what? Was he on? No, I remember. She, <laughs> no, I asked her if he was there because she was like. He gets on their nerves, and I'm like, I was going to bring him on, but he wasn't oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking about how he gets <laughs> on their nerves, just joking with us. But, yeah, that was a very classy family. Y'all got to look at the layout. They got some really nice pictures of uh, children speaking up in the pulpit, um, just kind of going through these photos. They clown a little bit. They nice dresses. Uh, this is Calvin Spann's daughter. Go check that show out. That was one of my favorite shows, too. That was an easy show to do, November the 28th. I thought her husband was on, but I think I got the mix mixed up. Okay, on the 5th of December, moving right along, closing up here a little bit. We only got, like, let's see, not much. We're about to wrap this up, so y'all will be able to talk about Trump a little bit tonight. Okay, on December the 5th, December the 5th, Seth and Arlene Speaks. This is when I did another old rerun. I'm not going to tell you what we talked about. Y'all got to tune in. Go to the Ed Nisbell page. Move down to the 5th of December. 2016 and check out what we were talking about. Arlene and I are very serious when we get together. We don't hardly ever do shows together. When we do, they're serious, and that was a serious one. Lots of facts, scriptures, lots of history. Check it out. On the 12th of December 2016, you want to guess what that show was, Don? <laughs> it's too complicated. That was actually an open forum. I'm not going to do that to you. It was open forum. You know, these open forums don't tell you what we're talking about. But that was an open forum. Um, uh, on the um, the 19th of December, 19th of December, family, again, what we're doing is just going through the previous shows we've done, just highlighting them, we're trying to get you guys to go in and listen to these shows, actually. Some of you missed quite a few of some of you have listened to every single show, but some of you have missed some shows, and this is one way that we're doing to get you to, to go and support us and uh, and get to know your family, really. All right, on the 19th of December, 2016, was another special show with Arling and myself, and then on the 26th of uh, December, the 26th of December, Okay, you want to go to Ed and Isabel page, move down to the 26th if you want to know about this show. This is a show, this is a show that we uh, did, um, I'm trying to look here, bro, with my reading as I go. This is a more of a Christmas show. This is the show we focused on Christmas, talked a little bit about that. 
Uh, actually, this was an older show. Okay, watch this, family. Y'all don't like this. This was an older, on, on this show, we did our last year's Christmas show. Very unique. It was a surprise. And uh, we went back one year and played our last year's Christmas show on that particular show, all right? And then on the 2nd of January, New Year's, there was a special rerun. I think it was Bubba Jack. I'm not real sure. And then on the 9th, uh, we only got three more. On the 9th of January, 2017, I said on the 9th of January, 2017, was uh, a show where we, let's see what we did on this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, that's silly. Silly of me. That is when I, we, that was our, um, Just bear with me, family. I'm showing here, that's when we did the first show, uh, talking about the reruns. Okay, so that was on the 9th. It was our last show we talked about with the reruns. Okay. The 9th of of January was our last show we talked about the reruns. Y'all got to bear with me. I'm switching screens here, and I didn't realize that. But that was our last show we did. Last week, which is a private show, don't have nothing to do with the Douglas Kennedy show, was a mystery topic. Y'all need to tune in, though. I have to mention this one since I got it up here. Last week was a, was was nice. Okay, you got to go back and check out that show. Some of y'all like to be surprised, so I'm telling you now. You want a surprise? You want to really know what we talked about last Tuesday? Tune in. Go on the Ed and Isabel page. Move down to last week's show that was on the 16th of January, and that's all of the shows. That's all of the shows. So, darling, Don, what do you think? What do you think of all the shows we've done? Uh, in about one minute, give me a quick synopsis of what you thought of all of that. Don, you go first. Well, what I've discovered just by listening to the various family members is that the family itself, the extended family, is very large nationwide. And yet if we really would just listen, we can find some very interesting historical facts and information from each family member, as well as grow the bond of unity between the extended families and I just just enjoyed that which I've heard from from the different shows. Some shows I wasn't on the air. I would just listen on on the phone on the radio. But as far as, you know, uh, the shows themselves, they've been a blessing to me to and open my eyes to see how large the the Douglas County family really is. Yes, yes, yes. Well, darling, what do you think of the last shows? All of the the, the shows we've talked about. What do you think? Give me a, give me your input. I actually liked each and every one of them, and like Don was saying, each you learn something from each show, and uh, I'm looking forward to um, more and and some more different. Looking forward to people bringing more to the table. Yes, yes, yes. Well, let's go ahead and switch gears. I appreciate y'all uh, sharing that. Let's just go ahead and switch gears. Um, lots come at us, folks, in the last, I don't know, <laughs> last 30 days, last week. It's a lot happening with this new president, Donald Trump. Now, let me just say this before we start complaining and because, and you know, we're going to do a bit, a little bit of that. But let me just say this, folks. No matter what we say, the next for the duration of the show. 
we got to always remember we are products of slaves. And those were some very strong people to even make it to the United States because many slaves jumped over overboard. They weren't going to be in captivity to nobody. And they just said, I'd rather die than be in the captivity. Those that made it endured a lot of pain. We come from a line of winners in terms of, uh, when I say winners, I mean overcomers. Many historians have said that other people could not endure what African Americans did. They would have just died off. Many of the Indians, no, no slight to the Indians, American Indians, but a lot of them couldn't handle what the white man brought, and they was just wiped out. They couldn't deal with them. There was a, there was just, it was too much for them, and many of them, millions, is gone. So they talked about how African Americans have been very strong to endure slavery, to endure just all the psychological things that we've endured. Donald Trump is not some dictator that's going to come in and do what he want to do. He has to answer to the House. He has to answer the Supreme Court, okay? And we got to remember that. We saw that with Obama. He went in there thinking he was going to do some very good things that he had on his mind, and they shut him down. He became lame lame duck, as they call it. Okay, Obama couldn't get nothing done because the House says, not today. So he did as much as he could, but the House, the Senate, House representative made it hard for him. Okay, so Donald Trump more than Obama have millions of people that is not feeling him and I'm talking about white people they're not feeling him they don't like him and I it is no wonder Don that he addressed the CIA that was his first stop after he was sworn in he went to I think it's uh, Langley Lang, I think Langley if I'm pronouncing it right but he went to the headquarters of the CIA and he kissed up to them like I've seen them, like I've never seen him kiss up to anybody because he knows those people are the ones that's going to protect him and he knows after he's looking at the news and how so many Americans and people all over the world is not feeling him he is going to need some serious security you thought Barack needed security, or President Obama needed security? No. Donald Trump is going to need some security. Lots of people don't appreciate what he has said, and more. He can't go, he can't lead the country. Because I promise you, these foreigners, he better not go nowhere on that Islamic uh, uh, soil. Because they really don't like him. So it, 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 he's not as big a bully as he appeared to be. Okay, I don't care how many white supremacy he had. And to tell you the truth, a lot of these people in the White House and in the Congress and in, the, uh, uh, um, in those houses is already racist as they can be anyway. So I don't think it's no different. Trump just too. Trump is just ignorant enough to just say how he feel. But the whole house is full of Trumps. Who do you think was those people gave Obama problems? The whole, I mean, I'm not going to say all of them, but the Senate and the House of Representatives is full of racist people like Trump. That's why they, you know, didn't want to work with Obama. So this is just the same the same government we're working with. And y'all, how do y'all feel about what I just said, Don, uh, uh, are you or Darling? Just, either one of y'all, just jump in. What do y'all feel about the statement I just made, that he is not as powerful as everybody thinks? Don, I'll go to you first. Well, his power is just limited to to the law, to be honest with you. You know, he's an administrator, and uh, he is uh, 
the um, commander in chief of the country, but however, he still has to answer to others. He has limited power, and of course, you know, he's always presenting himself as one that wants to be in power and control. And I think that uh, as far as change, yeah, we're going to have change. We still have change. And, he's, and, you know, the enemy can only be given as much power as we allow. But we can't look at him as the enemy. We just have to look at him as the uh, president-elect. And we have to follow whatever guidelines he put out. But we see he still has the answer to the law. He still got the answer to the House, to the Senate. So as you say, he's not, be, not as big of a bully as he appears to be. But time will tell what's going to come through. America, and as you say, there are a lot of really uh, people who are prejudiced in government. I'm not going to say they're racist because I think that's kind of a hard statement to say. But I will say this there's a lot of prejudiced people in the government, and it's just up to those who are not in the government to use their God given right to deal with whatever the government comes down with. But we can make it. We're strong people. You say we are descendants from slaves. And slaves were strong people, but we're no longer slaves physically. But if our minds are liberated, nothing that the government do is going to ever really control uh, economically disadvantaged people because the power within them would cause them to overcome the power on the outside anyway. Just how we do things. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Darling, why do you feel about that? You know, I, I think you got the wrong impression from what I was saying. I know at this point we're going to have to deal with it because, like Don was saying, we are strong people. We, you know, we we used to um, running hurdles or however you say it, but we we have a lot of people that are are not educated on this, and in two years we could change the Senate. And I may not be saying this right. We can change the House of Representatives and, and all that because we need our people out to vote where we can be represented. And that's a message that they're trying to get out to us right now. That's true. That's true. Well, that's what I thought you were saying. That's what I thought you were saying. I mean, I... I was just saying how you was just saying we got problems and, you know, it, that's what I was saying. Uh, that's how people really feel. I w- like I say, folks, family, listen, I've been talking to believers, Christians, uh, uh, online with Facebook, Don and Darlene and family, and we've been at differences. Lots of people feel like I'm too negative. So, Darlene, believe you me, I know exactly what you're saying. I got you right. What they're saying, what I'm coming up against is Seth, you too negative. Okay, he's in office now. We put him there. That's the process. Respect it. Uh, uh, move on. Uh, let's forgive. Let's let's pray for God to to. Uh, and all this sounds good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy. Now, all of this is good, and we should do every one of these things. But I'm just saying to these Christians. How can y'all ask for God's protection for a man that is a bona fide racist? He wants to deport all people that are foreigners. Because what he say? I know what they believe when they say they want America back. They want it white. They need to just quit playing with us and just say what they mean. They have said it, but I mean, keep saying it. 
But we'll know, we'll be aware, and our people will make the proper decision, and foreigners will make the proper decision. Everybody will do the right thing once we know what we're dealing with. What I don't like, Don and Darlene, is when people try to sugarcoat something and say, this is our country. No, you are part of the religious, I mean, the uh, alternative right. Trump is. His business panel is. Maybe we'll get around to naming who they are, but I don't think nobody's going to probably know who these folks are. So probably we won't do that, actually. But he has this cabinet that is all white males. And I've been trying to tell some of our family members on the phone line, I guarantee you, feel just like the folks on Facebook. They feel like, look, all this marching ain't going to help. I had a lady tell me, all this marching ain't going to help. Y'all wasting time. You need to just pray for him and let's move on. And that dude, there is some wisdom in moving on to some degree, but this is what I believe. If enough people get out in the streets and march or just make some kind of noise in their own way peacefully, legally, it can cause the Congress to reconsider. And they can start thinking about making some changes. You know, at any time, the Congress can impeach you. Any time the Congress can make it hard, they can just become lame duck and not let him do nothing. He can stay there. Him and his little family with the cute little outfits and their fashion statements they're making, <laughs> they can just stay there for four years and not be able to do nothing, just like, you know, to some degree uh, uh, President Obama was. He did a lot of things, but he had to fight tooth and toenail. But, I mean, this man is nowhere near like President Obama. It's people that do not like him, white people. Forget black people right now. I'm talking about white people, white senators, white Republicans, not want to work with them. Remember what he said about them doing the, the, doing the campaign? And they're not going to let it go. So I think Trump and all of us is in for a rude awakening if we think this man about to go in there and do a lot of the things he's saying. I don't think it's going to fly. So that's the good news, family. That's the good news. Uh, any comments on what I just said, uh, Darlene? Uh, Don, anything? It remains to be seen what he's going to do. But he's already showing you what he's doing. He's making changes. But if it's the best, I don't necessarily think it's all in the best interest of America. No, I don't. But that's just my own opinion. And you're right. He has a lot of whites who don't like him as well as other ethnic groups. But as far as him staying in office, he's gonna. It, the only way he's gonna get out of office, he's got to do something really bad to make himself and America look bad. And from what you can see, he doesn't like to have himself look bad. So, I think he do whatever he thinks is politically correct to maintain face and okay. to keep the position of being the president. It's all uh, a position of power and authority. And anybody that's got any sense can clearly see that this man's like power and authority. So if that's the case. And he's going to have to do that, which is within the limits of the law to maintain his power and authority. Then he depends on the best interests of America. And he's a Republican. So the Republicans have power. Yeah. But the thing of it is, uh, they, they the only thing that's going to dissolve the country because it's already uh, on the bridge, or what I would say on the on the uh, bridge of civil unrest is how we get here. But it could get worse and worse and worse. But it don't have to get worse and worse. It don't have to be because we still have the power to vote. We still have the unity of God's power to spirit. And those who are, whether they be Christians or non Christians, you know, the country, the United States, can't stand to be divided no more than what it is. It just cannot be. So maybe he will make changes. It may affect 
low income and poor people in a bad way, but he's definitely going to make changes, and he's already doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's the question. Is what he's doing really going to benefit us? That's how we got to look at it. And he's going yes. to try to win the game. Good, good point. But folks, I'm just some people don't like to talk about things like race. I, I can do even doing this show. Uh, when I bring it up, I, I mean I hear things and I see things, and I know that people are tired of talking about race. Well, what happens when you get a president that is a racist? He says, "Oh, he's not a racist. He got being cars in there. He got the listen, folks. We got to wake up." <laughs> we got to wake up. Racists don't come out and say I'm racist. Larry racists seem like I know have black friends. At least people they say, because you know why? There are some black people that are racist. It's, it, 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 they don't even know it. Neither one of them know they're racist. And when I say racist, I want to just quickly say this, because this, this is what the foundation of why we don't like Trump. This is the problem. So how can you not talk about this? When I say racism... I'm talking about what the civil rights people call white supremacy slash black inferiority. Any teaching that whites are superior or that blacks are inferior is racism. There are black people that are professionals, they're doctors, they're lawyers, but they have problems with their own people, like Clarence Thomas. They have problems with their own people. You know, Ben Carson was raised up in poverty. And I don't understand why he's so against governmental help. He is just, he ain't playing with that. He's over HUD now, folks. Ben Carson, medical doctor Ben Carson is now over HUD. He's part of the cabinet. Okay? Now, you raised up in low income. And you use government assistance just like we was raised up, our family, on it. But now all of a sudden it's, I agree you don't want to look forward to it, but when you need it, you need it. After all, who's paying more money into the government system through taxes and all that stuff and getting nothing out of it? I love what Dick Gregory said. Dick Gregory said, black people have such a hard time getting free money. He said, just move to Canada and call it foreign aid. You know, it's crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as long as it's free, we don't want it. But Corporations get free money. And where do you think they're getting that money from? It's the poor that are heavily taxed, overtaxed. But we have a hard time getting anything with government on it. But the corporations don't. It's actually weird. The poorest people have get free stuff, and the richest people get free stuff. The poor people don't want their free stuff, some of them. And the richest people always want their free stuff. It's crazy. Well... Did y'all happen to see the transition, uh, any of that, um, Darlene, uh, I'll go with you first. You see the, what do you think of the whole transition? You see anything that was uh, odd? Well, did you see the uh, inauguration, any of you? And family members, I didn't mention it, but anybody on the phone lines want to jump in, ask questions, not a problem. Just press one of your phone lines and we'll come to you. I would like to know what you think, family. Would anybody see uh, the inauguration, uh, the swearing in, uh, when they did the last helico- helicopter ride uh, for the Obamas, and he waved at, at the fam, at everybody. Um, did you see the outfits that they're making over? You know, the Trumps are a uh, fashion family, and you all see the dance, the balls, and, uh, and how they looked, and 
some of y'all might want to comment on that because they were sharp as a tack. You got to give them that. That's going to be the one thing they're going to probably have uh, over the Obamas, not that it's some type of competition, but they got more models. You know, uh, the Obama just had Sasha and, you know, the two girls and Michelle, whereas these people got 9, 10, 11, 12 folks that they can parade up and down there with different fashion on. You know, they, they're known for that. That's what they're known for. So I just want to know what y'all thought of that. Uh, Darling, why don't you go first again? Okay. I did not watch it because I didn't – we were told – well, we kind of – you know, this thing went around not to watch it because you give him higher ratings. So – but I did see, like, the, the highlights, you know, on – on the internet, you know, where they were like watching uh, Michelle's facial expression the whole time, and and yeah. they wanted to make a big deal out of that. Wow, yeah, Michelle, I, but it wasn't just her. She just, man, I wish I could say Michelle was very classy at that inauguration, but Michelle was Michelle. I mean, she can be classy at times, but boy, at that inauguration, y'all got to see the photos of her. She was looking like, I am not feeling you, Trump. I don't want to be here, but it's politically correct that I be here. Now, that's the only reason why, because every president is supposed to show up for this, but I am not feeling you. I mean, it's very, the inauguration to watch was very uncomfortable, even though I wasn't there. I felt for all of those people, a lot of them was embarrassing, especially you handing over power to these people, Don, that you don't like, or you don't like their ways. Uh, his wife is a, kind of an innocent bystander, so to speak, since someone, because she didn't make all them crazy remarks. So Michelle could kind of dialogue with her and all of that, but uh, somebody was telling me when Trump went over to kiss her, well, then, you know, when they was greeting each other, that Michelle kind of dodged a little bit. I didn't see that. Uh, but uh, just a little bit. He kind of got to smack her. He kind of, he didn't kiss her quite on the cheek. He kind of put his cheek to her cheek, but he didn't get to kiss her like he wanted or like he was, his body language was he was going to reach over, reach over to kiss and he didn't get to kiss. He just got the cheek to cheek. And then very uncomfortable looking at all the different Republicans there. Some of the Republican folks, they just don't like that man. And then, uh, Don, what do you think of the blooper with the whole, uh, his uh, chief of staff, uh, whoever this gentleman was that was saying that the crowd was the largest crowd in history. Uh. Well, I looked at that point of the inauguration, but to me, I don't think that was the truth. The crowd was not the largest crowd in history. It was an okay crowd, but they exaggerated the numbers. If you really looked at it, it looked rather small for a president inauguration as opposed to previous presidents. Especially if you look back when the Obama uh, inauguration, it was in comparison the numbers were just they just don't add up. And even he had vacant seats when he got ready to give his speech, his inaugural address. There was just areas where there was just not filled. But that's just a statement on. His, his um, public popularity. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I went to Obama's inauguration. I was there, 
And I went to the Million Man March. I was there. Now, I can tell you right now, I can tell you by the flow and the pictures, the aerial pictures, I mean, they did a lot of pictures on Obama's inauguration, uh, aerial shots. I haven't seen that many on Trump. Folks, listen to me. Million Man March had the most people ever to assemble in Washington. They had like two or three million. And you could tell when you exit by how many, you know, we was elbow to elbow. If I lift my elbow at the Million Man March, I hit somebody. I did. At any time. There was people that close. You can reach. But at Obama's inauguration, it was a lot of people as well. But it wasn't as... It wasn't the same as as, as as Farrakhan. Now, at this doggone Trump rally or the Trump inauguration, they showed pictures, and it wasn't even full all the way. Obama and Farrakhan had it full all the way as far as the eye could see. And somebody did a comparison photo, and I think that's when this when this guy come under mm-hmm. fire once those photos came out and show. How ridiculous that was! Like that comment, but anyway, I thought that was very interesting. Darling, did you have some say on that? No, I was just, you know, when they compared the photo, and, and then it's like the guy almost committed murder when he did that, and they jumped down his throat. So I, I just kind of laughed on that one. But you know, you got to read between the lines. Why would he even say that? Why did you know? I, I like to look look. Look places everybody else ain't looking. You know, is this the way it's going to be? Them lying? They shouldn't even. Mm-hmm. Nobody was. The, the, the announcers were saying that the, the commentators were saying nobody was even thinking about the crowd size. Why would you even bring it up? Who made this a comparison between you and the Obamas? Why even bring it up? And see, that's what you're going to probably have, uh, uh, darling and Don. Is four years of comparing to the Obamas. Some of us are doing it too. But just be president. I mean, even if you have smaller numbers, you're president. You don't, you don't have to uh, reach Obama numbers and everything. Just be yourself. You know, you won. You got the office, I guess. That's what they say anyway. But anyway, um, Don, what did, just, just tell me, because I'm kind of leading out here. I want you to lead a little bit. What were some of the things that concerns you about this election that family are listening? We still got a phone line full of people. All kind of area codes represented. They're on the line, folks. Your family is listening. Not to mention tomorrow when we go off the air is when the numbers skyrocket. So we, our live show is the smallest number. And then uh, when we go off the air, I guess people listening, driving on the road, and it's more convenient for them than to, to, to be up to, uh, on Tuesday night listening to this show. So even though we have quite a good a good turnout tonight, Tomorrow and, and Friday is when we get most of our family listening. So, what, what do you have to say to them, Don? Uh, uh, what What do you take away from this whole experience of Trump becoming president? Obvious racist want all of the immigrants out of this country. Want America white again? This is the truth, y'all. This is the truth. This is what Steve Bannon want. This is what they want. Texas governor. Uh, I mean, th- these people have a history. Now, Ben Carson is just being used, to be honest with me, to be honest with you, excuse me. Ben Carson is being used, and I think in the end he's going to regret, just like Powell, Colin Powell did. He's going to wish he had no part in this. But what do you take of this? What are you getting from this, Don? Anything? I just get that 
it just goes to show that uh, power corrupts. Uh, if we look at things the way it really is, uh, Mr. Trump was just a wealthy man, and he used wealth and control to sway votes. To me, now this is just my observation, and I could be totally wrong. There's, there was, when it comes to the, the political race, he said very little positive about what he could do for America to change America. Let's make America great again. America always was great, and it still is great. So how are you going to say, let us make America great again, as if that was, as if uh, America was second class in the world? We're still considered number one in world power. But what I could see, what I could really see is he spoke too much uh, civil unrest. Let's get rid of the undocumented uh, workers and the people who are over here in America that don't have their papers and such as that. Now, but how, how are you going to turn the, the Hispanic people vote against themselves? And I'm saying this is what I'm trying to say is he spoke so harsh against Mexican Americans and anybody that, that didn't have legal citizenship that that causes unrest. And then when you see people of the of the Islamic faiths, all people of Islam are not terrorists, and, and uh, all people who who are, are non Christians are not necessarily people of bad character. Since America is supposed to be a melting pot, a lot of these very same people. Are the people who are in your medical field who have positions of power and have great financial interests in America? But look at him. Is he perfect? I don't think so. You understand? Know but he spoke in such a manner as a potential candidate who became president in a condescending manner. It make people think that he doesn't even speak like he really has love for everybody. To me. And this is how I feel. And what type of program did he present? Did he really present? Nothing, but we're going we're, we're gonna to get them all out. We're going to build a wall. We're going to make America great again. And what law was already passed? Oh, they can come over here without without, without uh, having any, any special permits. I mean, he made radical changes, but he's in the best interest of America. And, you know, I, I could be correct because I don't know everything, but just from what I could hear, what I heard with my own mouth and how I observed, he didn't show like he would be a good candidate for president. And now he was a wow. president. How did that happen? How did that happen? It's, I know. It makes you wonder. I know. How did it happen? Don, just hold on one second. We've got a hand uh, raised. And, uh, remember, family, y'all can chime in anytime you want. I want to hear from you. And it looks like we have a hand raised. Eric code 760. I see you. I'm coming right at you. 610. Again, Erico seven six zero six one zero. Go ahead with your question, comment. First of all, who am I speaking with? What city are you calling from? Uh, Michael Wade. I'm calling from uh, La Quinta, California. I'm uh, Regina Douglas's husband. That's, um, hey there, Michael. How Norman. you doing, sir? Hey. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Good to hear your voice. Oh, you too. You too, Seth. Well, I was. I just wanted to. You know, make a comment because I was actually just looking on my phone right now, and there was an art- article um, uh, from the Guardian, and they're talking about well, they're, they're talking about the the rioters, or you know, at the uh, inauguration outside the inauguration, uh-huh. and how I think about ten journalists have been arrested, and all they were doing was, you know, reporting on the riot, 
and the police arrested them as being rioters, and they're charging them with, you know, um, I guess disturbing the peace and being rioters. And, and apparently the, the charges are going to possibly lead to 10 years in prison along with a $25,000 fine, yeah. And and so I, I think what we're seeing here is this not only a suppression of, of the press, but of, of freedom speech as well. Um, because there's wow. a link to this article, and the article also goes to another mention of um, all the departments that um, being de- um, they they have an order now that they cannot talk to the press. So that's the Department of Agriculture, uh, Department of Treasury, um, all these different departments. Their employees can no longer speak on social media about anything, and they can't talk to the press <laughs> anymore. And 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 uh, Trump just gave that, that order out recently, yeah. So wow. I think uh, I think we're running into a major problem here, and I would suggest that in the future, um, that if you talk about the person that just recently got elected, and you have a comment about them, that probably you should have a a code word for that that individual, because I think even the NSA is going to be monitoring uh, citizens, and I, I think we're not going to see much uh, delineation between ISIS and the American citizenry as far as, you know, um, monitoring. Wow. So I think, I think we're well, going to go into a place that we didn't think we were absolutely right. He is right. I can't, I can't be on Facebook between... 6.30 and 3 o'clock I can't even like a comment On um, That person <laughs> I can't share wow. anything You know I, To me I was taking abuse Just from reading some of the comments But you know um, That's what we were told uh, Originally we were told not to do it Period and then we were told Not doing your workout. Yeah, we, you well, know, you certain, know what, folks, I'm going to tell you. Off of Facebook, right? I, I didn't hear you. Uh, certain, certain um, like Voice Watkins, for example, and I think Yvette Carnell, if you're familiar with some of the uh, these activists, black activists um, who have uh, some social media and they do live, uh, Facebook live uh, um, media as well as Yahoo and, uh, or rather, uh, YouTube and uh, Periscope. That they're getting kicked off of Facebook because they're, you know, they're saying things, activist things for black people, but because they're saying these things, they're getting kicked off of Facebook, they're getting banned. So I, you have to be careful what you say. And, and actually, they're, they're talking about, I don't know if you're familiar with Black Spot. It's a new, uh, it's like a black fa- Facebook uh, media. No. So I was just no, 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 an again. account on there. Sorry? I just want to remind everybody, if you clicked on the link to listen to the show, remember, you got to call the show right now. If you clicked on the link to listen to this show, and that's how you listen to clicking on the link, you got to call that phone number now, or you're going to be disconnected. Again, the phone number is 914-205-5590. One more time, 914-205-5590. What was the name of that new site that's like Facebook? That'd be something I'm interested in. It's called Black Spot. It's B L A Q S P O T dot com. Blackspot dot com. And um, I would recommend everyone who has a Facebook that you you make a 
uh, Black Spot account. Because if you find yourself cut off on Facebook, just think about all, all the things that you have on there. Um, you, you should have a backup to communicate with friends and family on that, on Black Spot. Wow. B-L-A-Q. Yeah, it was with a Q. B-L-A-Q-S-P-O-T dot com. Okay. Folks, really, really check that out. Black Spot, B-L-A-Q-S-P-O-T dot com. Check that out because I'm telling you, I think Facebook is controlled by the government. I think even if you do, if even if it was privately owned, the government kind of takes it over or offers them money to give them the information because I've heard too much and it's just a shame. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to tell you. I don't know why every once in a while it happens, but everybody there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's after 10. You see that happen right at 10. But listen, folks, I do not think we should surrender our rights so easily. I think if you have jobs, like you're a doctor, Michael, a lot of people don't know that. Well, I do think it's wise for you. And people that have a lot to lose in terms of, you know, they have really good careers that you just can't, you know. I mean, you build something really nice and and a good structure. I, I honestly think it would probably be wise for for those people. Okay, honestly, I mean that. But everybody can't do that because if you did, they once they take one right, this is what the active activists are saying to us. We have to continue to demand our rights, and that's what all this marching is about. You can't just let these people come in, shut you down, not let you be able to talk even when you're at home. You can't talk. You can't like something. It's too much bondage. You know, then you die. I mean, then you die. I mean, were we ever free? I mean, you know, uh, but again, lots of people have a lot to lose. And I don't want them to be saying, well, Seth, I was black and proud, and look what happened to me. I don't, I, you got to use wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Our foreparents, they went through it. They had a lot to lose. Martin had a lot to lose. Coretta had a lot to lose. And they fought. They went to jail. It's on their record. They, they went to jail, but they did it. If we start waiving our rights, Don, Michael, Darlene, you look up, and we won't have no be slaves. For, I mean, slaves like telling us everything to do. So I refuse. I refuse. And I like my job, too, to some degree. I have my days like everybody else, but I refuse. I'm going to call him Donald Trump, uh, President Trump. I'm going to say, I'm saying it now on this blog show, he's a racist. Steve Bannon is a white supremacist, part of the alternative right. I say that so people will know what they're dealing with because I'm telling you, I've been arguing, not arguing, but it hasn't been disrespectful or nothing like that, but just little posts here and there with Christians, and most of them are black. They don't get it, y'all. They don't want to vote for them. I know believers, Christians, they vote for him. I'm going to say it again. They voted for him. They they feel like Trump was better. And that's okay. They have that right to do that. But when they tell you why it's sick, and they have, they don't have the facts. So, Michael, Don, if we don't tell them the truth about the alternative right in their plans and how Steve Bannon is a part of that and the racism that we see in here, 
if we don't if we don't educate our people and educate some white brother our white brothers and sisters if they're not already educated a lot, a lot of our black brothers already know of course like we do but then a lot of our whites know too but if they don't know they need to be educated as well i don't back down from white people some of them don't know i talk to them like i talk to my own people they don't know y'all being used y'all being played racism is evil Satan is the only one that wins. You think it's going to help your family. You don't want America white again. When America was white like it used to be, Don, Michael, Darlene, and family, when America, the good old days they're talking about, as good a days, when they, what they're calling, calling the good old days was horrible days for Ed and Isabel. Horrible days for Ed and his buddy. I know. I remember William B. asking Bubba Jack, what did your father think of her? You mean, come on now. Our family been going through it. This this is the good old days they're talking about, white, black fountain, when everything was white. So how some black folk be out here waving a, a, a flag, coming, I'm a Republican and vote for Trump? I don't know. I don't know how they allowed the church, the religious right church conservative, to talk to them. I'm talking about TBN. They say, this stuff is thick. These are our people. They go to church with us. They live with us. They might be listening to the show right now. <laughs> so, family, Michael, if we don't talk about these things and get these truths out, we got family members on the line that don't agree with us right now. I'm telling you. I know that for a fact. They don't agree. They think Trump was the better person. Hillary was corrupt, da 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 And they put this man in office. So, We've got to just tell the truth when we see stuff. Y'all in the feel me? Michael, you feel me on that? Well, Seth, this is when Michael stepped out because he had to get some gas. Hey, <laughs> we, Hi, how you doing? So he handed me the phone. I thought he would be back in, but I'm, I'm listening also, and I just wanted to ask it's you. It's good to hear your voice, man, by the way. That's a good one-two punch. Nice. Nice to hear your voice um, also. I was thinking he'd be back in before, the, you know, before, it's taken a little bit longer than I thought. But I wanted to just get your your view or have you talk a little bit more about, you know, this so much support from the Christians, the Christian community. That has taken me aback a little bit. Yeah, it's the, it's the conservative day star. Their candidate is Donald Trump. TBN, their candidate is Donald Trump. Is the church membership over 5,000? The candidate is Donald Trump. It don't matter if you're talking to black folk or white folk. Do they have 10,000 members? All of the megachurches, Donald Trump. And here's why. Here's why. Some of our people are so gullible, it just pisses me off. Don, I would love to know your take on this, y'all. Don't let me get too excited, and y'all don't say no, God. Just, that's just me. You got to talk up whenever you want to. But, Lynn, if they're against abortion and they're against gay rights, you're going to get the Christian vote. It don't matter if you're having de- lunch with the devil every day. If you are against abortion, against gay rights, you get the church vote. That's how that's how Bush got in. Obama was for gays. He he just won because I think he was a black man. People were ready for change. He was pissed. But normally, if you're against abortions and gay rights, you get the conservative vote. 
PTO. I know these folk. I listen to them. I listen to them for years. I know how they think. All these Christians, and there's millions of them in these churches, they pick Donald Trump, most of them. You know what? Lynn, does that help any? Well, I think you're, I think you're right because, you know, typically, you know, you're, you know, especially a lot of Christians, you know, talking about what they, you know, what they were thinking was wrong with, with America and wrong with the Obama administration. You know, it does seem to come back always to the abortion issue, which is a wedge issue. That has helped Republicans win office for the, you know, for the last couple of years. That Absolutely. And, and the, the gay rights um, issue. So they have used this as a, as a wedge issue, and it, and it has been to their advantage because it's like you bypass everything else that the person maybe has done, maybe wrong in their life or whatever. Maybe they don't even have a walk with, with the Lord. But, you know, if, it's, if they're uh, pro-life uh-huh. against gay rights, they're okay. Everything else is off the table. Ain't that crazy? Our people are so gullible. Now, now Lynn and Don and Darling, again, y'all can jump in and tell me more. Check this out, folks. Family, y'all listen. Again, press one. Anybody else want to comment? We enjoy Michael and Lynn on a two-way, one-two punch kind of a thing. Thank (laughs) y'all. But but listen to this, family. I don't know how many people is dying abortion, okay? I don't know how many, what the number is. But this is what I've been trying to tell these Christians. God, no, I love them. They, they love God, and you've got to be careful with how, with how you talk about them because they are God's people. So I handle them with gloves, but this is what I tell them. Bush was against abortion. How many abortions did he stop? It don't matter that you're for abortion or against abortion. You're not going to shut down a clinic. You're not going to stop none of these sinners, none of these women, unless the houses put forth the bill to stop it, make it illegal, and then it's going to be probably bound for the Supreme Court because somebody's going to challenge. you you got to do a whole lot to stop abortion. Just saying you're against abortion shouldn't be nothing even considered to even vote for, really, because it don't matter. You can't go in there and shut that thing down. It's a big old empire. I I do think we should look at it. I'm not trying to trivialize it. We shouldn't be for abortion. I, that's my belief. But let me ask, let me just say this real quick, and I'm, I want to talk to Don. I'm put Don on the spot, and then Darlene. Lynn, I'd love to hear your, your take on this as well. What do you think God favors? God favors... Life, not killing babies. But do you know that God himself is pro-choice? Meaning, let me tell you what I mean by that. I, mean, I won't even use that word pro-choice. God himself allows us to choose. I want to go out and kill somebody right now. God says, that's your choice. There's going to be a consequence. And I go out there and kill somebody. You don't stop me. If a woman wanted to abort a baby... God don't stop her. He says that's your choice. He's for her choosing. He just says choose life. Don't kill nobody. He tells her what to choose. He tells us what to do. He tells us what gonna, what's going to benefit us. He put before us, he said, I put before you life and death. Death, yes. Right and wrong. I put it before you. He did that. And he says, I'm giving you the power to choose. 
That woman, he gives the power to choose. I'm just being honest with you, but he just tells her, choose life. If you kill your baby, you're going to have consequences when you see me one day. But I'm giving you the power to choose. So abortion is a touchy issue, but like I say, it don't matter if you fought against you're not going to stop it. So why are we looking at candidates based on it? And then the gay rights thing, oh, Lord, I disagree with Obama on that one. And I agree with Trump on this one. I don't believe that you should have rights based upon a sexual preference or any other kind of a sexual. So we're like African Americans. African Americans can't help how they look, and it's a beautiful thing that we're black. That's how the planet looks, really. We can't help because we're oppressed because we're black. They come along and say, "Well, we're oppressed too." No, you can help a sexual preference. We're not a sexual preference. We didn't go uh, dying and, and, and fighting and protesting and because of a sexual preference. It's because of who we are as a people, genetically. They talk about a doggone lifestyle, and they want the the, the, the benefits that we fought for. So, no, I'm not for no gay rights. I'm for human rights. I think they should be mistreated. But I'm not forgetting for no gay marriage. I disagree with Coretta Scott King, uh, Obama, anybody else that voted for that. I have to go with the scriptures. So this is where I, I agree with Trump. But I'm not going to take my president, put no doggone KKK person there, because them people will kill and cause more murder and, and, and send secret messages to the police department. It's open seizures on these niggas. And we'll look up, and the death rate will be far more than it would be about a, 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 what abortion would have did. That's why I don't like Trump. It's the message he sent. When he get done, there'll be probably more dead folks than if he, it would have been better he was for abortion. I don't, y'all, anyway. Don, what do you think of that? I'm kind of, get me excited here. Yeah. I'm not going to be opinionated. I just, when it comes to the president, I personally don't agree with the way he got into the office. But that's the political system. Gay rights, well, they have just as much rights as human rights. My personal opinion is, no, I do not believe in gay marriage. It's just my personal opinion. But they have a right to choose because they have a right to choice. Those are human rights. There's a thin line between political rights and human rights, human rights and gay rights, because gay people, the, uh, what they call it, the, um, the lesbian community and the bisexual community, these are all people. LGBT. Yeah, LGBT. We got all these people undercover and some of them that are straight out that got rights. That's a morality issue between them and the God they believe or do not believe in. So they have just as rights as any other human being. But as far as politics is concerned, I think that the Christian community should become more involved in politics. That don't mean that you have to separate your Christianity from politics because it is a space for God is for the world. You understand what I'm saying? Anybody agree or disagree, that's okay. But I'm simply saying I think more Christians need to be politically informed in a world because if we're going to be the, supposed to be the most empowered people, we, have, we should also have, have the strength and understanding of how the government works so we can also be Empowered to work within the government To empower our people When we have people that we disagree with Who are in leadership I like that It's It's true It's just becoming informed You got to be informed 
An uninformed man is a man that don't know which direction he's going in. And, you know, sometimes it's it's nothing wrong with not knowing, but it's a shame when you don't want to know, or you close the deaf ear to the reality of your existence. You can't do that and expect to live in harmony in America because, what, there's a cultural, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a big cultural melting pot.
say any racist, and I even said black people are racist. Y'all heard me say that all the time. Okay, this is what we should be doing, coming together, looking for solutions. Lynn, you just said some things, very important things, and I hope the family was listening. Uh, uh, Michael said some things before he went off the uh, air earlier. This is people coming together, finding out what the heck is going on and what we need to do as a family and even as a nation to move forward. So I don't take back anything I said tonight. I don't take back how I said it. Again, we've got to call an ace ace and a spade a spade. we got to be loving. we got to obey the scriptures. we got to do it God's way. And I just don't think God wants his people to be somewhere just going, yes, a master, yes, a master, all their life. The Israelites weren't like that. Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo said, I'm not bending. I'm not bowing to the, to, to, to you, Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not going to do it. You must, you're going to be throwing that flame. You're going to be throwing that furnace. He said, our God will deliver us from that furnace. And even if he don't, which means they're going to burn up, I will not bow. That's my message, Lynn and Don, is don't bow. Don't bow, and if you if you have to, you know, be, be use wisdom, use wisdom. Maybe you shouldn't be talking about certain things on the job. I understand that. I do understand that. I don't play this on the job. On the job, I'm, I'm a little different. But once I leave that job, I can't be free enough to talk. And it may get to where they might start doing stuff for my family. If they start, if it gets that bad, then maybe we can revisit that. Because that's the way it was in the 60s. They were just as proud and strong and and courageous, and they still had the war. They didn't always speak their mind in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s. They would have all died. Anybody feel what I'm saying, Don? You'll take on that. And we're yeah, going to wrap this show up. In, we, oh, let me just say this, family. We're going to wrap this show up in about another nine minutes. So we just kind of winding down. I don't know what happened to Darling, but I don't didn't get a text or anything from her. So... I just think a line fell, hopefully. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't mean that hopefully, but I hope it's, I didn't offend her or anything, because these days I'm very worried about offending people. But go ahead, Lynn. No, I, I think you're you're correct. And I just, you know, as I said before, I think it's time that people and family members just get involved um, on the local level. And there's so many issues, you know, it's like it's not about, you know, talking about, you know, hating anybody or disrespecting anybody. It's just that we're, there are issues in our community that need to be taken care of, and there have been issues there for many years. You know, let's just, you know, get to the point where we can come together with other like-minded people who now see that it's time to take a stance against things that have been going on for so long. You know, homelessness, you know, the problem with the rich, um, affordable health care. Uh, affordable yeah. housing, you know, uh, you know, failing schools, you know, all these things are just issues that are in all communities across the country, and, and we need to have them addressed. And I think now is the time for people to get to get involved. And it, it's not about disrespecting the person who's in the White House or anything like that. Make those people accountable. Make your local representatives accountable. Your senators, your your Congress people, make them accountable for the things that you think need to be taken care of in your community. I mean, that, that's what that's it's all about. It's not for. about disrespect. It's just about being accountable. Why do you go vote if you just do your voting and nothing happens? 
make it count. Right, absolutely. And, and just like you're holding the president accountable, you want to hold Homeland Security accountable. People shouldn't be snooping around your house, snooping on your computers, looking at what you're looking at. I mean, again, if you're a high-profile person like a Barack Obama, I don't expect you to be like a Seth. That's why seth got to be Seth, because I don't have a high-profile job. I have a decent job, but I have a high-profile job. So these types of uh, people with jobs that, you know, you, you, you can speak more freely. You know, Barack got to walk on eggshells to be president. You just can't go on the air and say the things I say. Trump is a racist. You can't say that. If you're a doctor you, and like Michael, waiting on clients and all that, he can't be in there talking about, you know, Trump is a racist. I mean, I expect them to get rid of him and, and they can make it to where he can't practice anywhere. So I understand some profession. I didn't mean to put Michael on the spot, but I'm just saying, I've just been keeping it real. We are a family here anyway. I'm just saying some of us have more to lose than others. I don't have a ton of wealth. Okay, I'm I'm okay. I'm not, I'm legal. Everything I get is legal and I'm eating and Shelter and entertainment. I'm able to do stuff everybody else can do. Travel, da da da. But I'm saying some people, I understand they have to war a little bit different. Maybe they might have to write letters. Maybe they may have to uh, create, uh, I don't know, fight. You know, I saw where Don, I saw today where an actor, I forget his name, but I put it on my Facebook. He is creating a live stream. He says he's going to keep that stream openly and, and family for four years. He says, as long as, as Trump is in office, he's going to keep this live stream. And all he do on this stream, and he allow others, others to do, is come on there and just expose what Trump is doing and other white supremacists. I mean, I thought it was brilliant. He's an actor. He could lose his career wow. over that. So I'm saying if he's doing that, what people are going to do that ain't actors? You know, it's just this little blog, I believe, was inspired of God. And I think on this blog, we should... We should help our family, just like you've done tonight, Lynn, uh, with uh, ideas and and concepts that you and your husband and Don has put forth. And, darling, we got to just continue to just just put out hope. Don, put some hope out there for the family, and I think I have, too, letting them know to trust God. Trust God. Get close to God. Pray more. Sometimes it's going to require some of us to fast more. Uh, fasting is a hard one for me, but... It's, it may get to where times get so hard, I don't have a choice. We we can't go getting guns and violence, even though some people are saying do that. I don't ascribe to it because I think it's suicide. Because these white supremacists and these uh, groups out here have far more firepower than we can ever even dream of. They're more skilled, and that's all they think about and all they talk about is, is that. That's not our, that's not the, the level of warfare we need to be on. We need to go in the spirit. And pray and ask God for directions. And and pray for our, and, and, and again, we're wrapping up here, but family, pray for, for this man. But pray for his salvation. If he become uh, born again in his spirit and mind, we want this problem. But again, you still got a racist Congress, racist House of Representatives, racist Senate. It ain't just Donald Trump. Last thing I'm saying, I want to hear what Don have to say, and then Linda, we can wrap this show up i got to say this, if I don't say less tonight. Tonight we've been talking a lot about Trump, Trump, Trump. But remember, it's not Trump. One man didn't force his way up into that White House. It was 60 million votes. I have spent my time the last seven days peacefully, peacefully, 
talking with brothers and sisters, some of them white, some of them black, about the 60 million. It's this mindset. The black people are disillusioned that voted for him. I mean, they just, you talk to them, they just don't make no sense. He's for abortion. He's uh, he's against abortion. That stuff don't have no weight. This man is setting the 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 the, the, the temperature for a very racial racial hostile atmosphere that can oppress millions far more than I mean I mean that'll make Obama who was pro abortion all of the babies that was murdered God forbid but they were under Obama if this man get half of what he wants Lynn and Don and family It'll make Obama, those numbers, even with the wars, everybody died in the wars on Obama, which he had no control of a lot of that. But I'm saying it'll make him like a choir boy. There's all kind of stuff I've heard been going on. Hey, crime's up, and it's Trump. It's the, it, it's the, it's the, in, the environment he has changed. Lots of whites, the whites are flexing their muscle, oppression. Everybody is not taking people's lives. Some of them are just acting out on jobs. It's our time. You know, y'all going to get it, so to speak. It's a mentality of oppression. That goes into the high millions. I'm not telling everybody's not killing each other, shooting each other. It's just everyday harassment, racism that Trump is bringing. I'd like to know what you have to say about that, Lynn, and then, Don, I'm going to go to you, and then we can wrap the show up. Well, I just think that everyone just has to be aware and be informed. And that's, you know, that's really the, you know, what I wanted to just say, just be aware and, and be informed. And I think, you know, with the blog and us talking on, you know, a regular basis, you know, just about things that are going on, you know, in the country is just going to help, you know, the family members, you know, stay informed and and be aware. I mean, I think that's, what we can do right now because, you know, times are going to change and it might be for, you know, the worst. You have to pray for the best, but it may be for the worst. And, and we as a family and as a people, we got to be ready. we got to be ready. Well put, well put. Well, Lynn, thank you for tuning in and uh, taking over for Michael. Tell Michael I said hello. Okay, I will. uh, Thank you, too. (laughs) Always enjoy hearing from you guys. Always enjoy hearing from you guys all the way up in California. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that was Lynn Wade, Dr. Michael Wade and Lynn. Good hearing from them. Don, 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 give me some final words on uh, this whole Trump issue. What do you think? What do you think? I just think that we as a people, families, friends, and et cetera, just have to face the nation, become more informed politically, make wise decisions, and don't let the face of racism, and I'm not calling the president a racist. I'm going to make that clear. I'm not calling him a racist, but don't let the face or the presence of racism or injustice more our ability to make wise decisions, both economically and politically. And I think if we use the power of vote, of voting as well as the power of becoming politically informed, we can make wise decisions as to how to deal with this new administration. Stay proud. Yes, yes, yes. And I love that prayed up because people say all the time, prayed up, prayed up. What does it mean? 
people get religious with this and think we're just praying like, oh, folks, this earth was commanded to be by words. I believe the scriptures when it says, and God said, let there be prayer. There's types of prayer. There's prayers where you're asking the Father, you know, do this, do that. And there's other prayers where you're demanding. I command this. You can command evil spirits to leave. You can speak blessings into your life. And people don't know about that kind of praying, the declaration kind of praying. So when Don say, you know, be prayed up, all that, all kind of prayer is very powerful. It's probably the most powerful force on the earth. I mean, think about it. If the earth was birthed out of that, what else is more powerful? We can just begin to pray. And so I do believe in praying for the president, but I don't believe in you know, Don, he has to be camp. What if Hitler was? Uh, what if he was in Germany and Hitler was our leader, and he was brand new, and he starts saying all this crazy stuff he's gonna do? Do you say pray for his protection? Do you say, you know, you ask God to change his heart, save him? I mean, after all, he is a soul. It's somebody's baby, somebody's boy. He has a mother. Trump has a mother. He deserves to know the same God we know, too. How about that? What about his soul? Pray for his soul. And then you can also say, Father, you know, see him saving and say, protect him. Once he's saved, he needs to be protected. Then you can pray for, ask, lead him, guide him. The Bible said the beginning of wisdom, which is my, give him wisdom, God, to lead. I hear people say, give him wisdom. You can't, God don't give wicked people wisdom to lead. Where is that in the scriptures? It's the righteous people that need the wisdom. The unwicked, he uses them to, you know, to do different things. But it's not like they're wise. They're wicked. He uses them as puppets to do this and that and the other. But it's his people that have wise because wisdom, the beginning of wisdom, Don, doesn't the scripture say, Don, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord? Yep, it says it's like that, not exactly like you said, but it's the same thing. Well, I'm going to look up the scripture. I'm going to let everybody know because what I don't want to be doing is misquoting the scripture. When we wrapping up this show, family, I I knew it was going to be like this. And we're not done with Trump. We're going to have a lot more shows. And I want to let everybody know I do think you should uh, type in here. beginning of wisdom. I want everybody to know that next week uh, we're going to be hitting hard and heavy uh, the election. This is going to be a – it said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Psalms one eleven ten. the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So you can't even begin without the fear of the Lord. You don't fear the Lord, then you can never be wise, simple and plain. The beginning of it. That's what the Bible says, not me. But next week, family, before Don runs, I uh, just want to say this real quick. Next week, family, we're going to be talking about uh, – uh, you got to tune in. you just got to tune in. I'll be sending and putting a message on the Ed Nisbell page. We're going to be talking about uh, something probably most likely. may not be Trump at all. It may be something else. So just tune in and know that next week is not a family show. The family is always, always invited to listen. For sure, but it's not a family show. Just know that, okay? A, we have completely different rules, all right? Okay, so we're gonna probably if we do talk about Trump, we ain't pulling no punches. We're gonna call him the what? 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 If it's me on the show, I'll be speaking a lot like I'm speaking now. But then my guests may take other 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 avenues. Don, go ahead and give last words, and I'm gonna give last. Words. We're gonna wrap the show up. I just want all the parents to stay prayed up. 
That just simply means every day, remember your creator. Remember to talk, walk with him daily. Keep yourself prayed up. Study. Be aware. And love your neighbors. Nothing, nothing has changed. Well, that is Donald Shaw. This Donald Shaw giving his take on it, Don. I thought you did a very good job. Appreciate everything you have to share. Uh, you, Lynn, uh, Michael, and for sure, for sure, darling. Don't know what happened to the phone line, uh, but hopefully she's okay. Uh, family, uh, Don, I'm going to go ahead and mute your line. Thanks again for everything you've done. You might want to hang out and listen to this last song. You know, we put a lot into the first and last song. You, you don't want to miss this, Don, okay? But thank you for right. everything tonight. All right, that's Donald Shaw from Fort Worth, Texas. Listen, family, uh, just know this. Not only do I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it, I say it every week, but I love all people. I honestly love all people. I have no hatred in my heart. I'm just I'm just not about to be sitting up here messing around, uh, playing around, uh, you know, I mean, I think it can... The word I want to say, I can't say. I, I'm just not in a position to be. Time is is short, okay. Time is short. Our people, a lot of our people that are doing well for themselves, is straight up deceived. If the people that are working, getting out there, doing what they're supposed to do, trying to love their neighbor, if they are deceived, what do you think the people that's not trying to live right, that's not in churches, is doing? You know, we got. The world out in the street protesting and the churches is sitting up saying accept it. And they're the ones that voted for them. Talking about the religious right wing. Folks, that's Daystar TV. And them people have millions and millions of pastors black in their congregation. I've heard them. Trump is the, guy, the, the same guy that said when the black girl was getting pushed around by big white men. He, this is the, 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 the candidate that said, remember how we used to do them? Get her out of here. Get her out of here. This is the same man talking about ministerial women, ministerial periods, and, 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 and grab a bottle, you know what. This is the same man. I, I don't understand how people can be so confused sitting up looking at abortion, again, something you can't change, and gay rights, something that's already going. Even Trump says, with his opinion on gay rights, it's already done. He said that, so that's his official stance. It's already done. He can't do anything about it. So he's probably actually for it by that statement. So what is the church talking about? <sighs> this is why I said this who he is. This is why I've done these blogs for all these years. Don't mean I'm right. I can be dead wrong. I know I'm very opinionated, and I know I can be loud at times. I understand all that. Those are just emotions, folks. Upon all those emotions, behind all those emotions, I love people. I truly do. We are in a state of war right now, war against non-white people. And our commander-in-chief is leading the assault. We should stand up like Lenin was saying. We should... We should fight back, but in a peaceful, legal way, and as Don said so brilliantly, in the spirit, on your knees in prayer. That's really what I'm saying. But do something. Don't be somewhere just giving up, saying, pray for leader, pray for his protection. Again, love every single one of y'all. There is nothing you can do about it. I mean that. Check out this song. Um, this is by my favorite group of all times. And we'll see you, some of you next week, uh, and then the family show in two weeks. God bless. Uh-huh. 